Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show produced by Household Stress, the talk show with the top-selling book and an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can participate in one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. Now, we have a couple rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. The Married Men No Talk Show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is dirty laundry. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please find your mute button right now and kindly put your phone on mute if you plan on just listening. All right. With all of that mumbo-jumbo said, let's get started. I want to start with a clip this evening, fellas. This is uh, 30 seconds. of her hit single, Dirty Laundry. Has anybody heard that song before? Anybody? I've never heard it before. Uh, never heard it that's before? That's my first one. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. Kelly sings about her envy of Beyonce's solo success and also the domestic abuse she suffered during a previous relationship. Critics praise Kelly's openness about her jealousy of Beyonce and the inspiring message about leaving an abusive relationship. Hmm. Written and produced by Grammy Award winning producer Terrius the Dream Nash, Dirty Laundry is the second single, or third, depending on who's counting, uh, from her fourth studio album, Talk a Good Game, which was actually just released three weeks ago on Republic Records. And also, just a few weeks ago, R. Kelly jumped on the remix and is singing about how these young R&B cats are out here biting his style and his sound. So on the remix, fellas, you've got Kelly R. featuring R. Kelly. Some of y'all will get that tomorrow. But do any of y'all find Kelly Rowland attractive? Because I don't. You're on your own. His wife must be. Huh? His wife must be standing by him when you say yon yon. <laughs> must be. Anybody? Anybody find her attractive? Yeah, she's attractive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No I never There's seen no her. What she looks like? 
You never from be, um, from uh, Destiny's Child, Kelly Rowland. Where you been oh. at the last twenty years? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any one of them look good. Any one of them look good. <laughs> oh well, now if you said Michelle, I'm like, mm, I had to go to review booth for that one. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. You may be right. You may be right. May yeah. Be right. After further yeah. review, after further review, beauty has been denied. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all well, think a lot about? Of those, a lot. Uh, Go ahead. You look good. Uh, well, hold on. Let me get away from my wife real quick. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she didn't look. She didn't look good when she was in Destiny's Child because she was standing next to Beyonce. But then when you sit them by themselves and give them a lot of money, and they can, you know, put clip-ons in and dress it up and. And voila, you know, you got before you know it, you got you a, a stallion standing by herself, you know. The representative. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What, what do y'all think about her fake breath? Hey. See, that's another thing. You, you got you a stallion standing by herself. Hey. Well, who don't have fake breasts in the game? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the norm when you're talking about a celebrity now. Right. Mm. Yeah, she admitted uh, she was sick of possessing little nuggets for boobs, and she underwent breast enhancement surgery in October of 2007. She said, and I quote, it's something I really wanted to do for myself, not for a man, not for work, for myself, end quote. I mean, but that's what I don't give when people say that. Who else are you going to do it for? Like, it's, it's going to be for yourself. <laughs> you know, oh, this helps my children feel better. No, it's, it's for you. It's, it's for you. No, some women do it for their man. Mm-hmm. You still got to change the clothes to fit them, though. Right. Right. But enough about Kelly. I, I I have a confession to make. I have a problem with dirty laundry. So if you go to into my walk-in closet right now, I have clothes, shoes, bills, papers, all kinds of things strewn on my half of the closet. Am I alone? Is, is, is anybody else? You know, got a uh, a problem with dirty laundry? You playing real safe right now, bro? <laughs> I am, I am. But I mean, does anybody have any problems with 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 dirty laundry? You know, I do. I have dirty clothes, clothes all over. Yeah, I mean, clothes that I don't wear. They're just on my floor that I just put down and shoes, and it's just not organized at all. It's just all kinds of stuff in there. Am, am I alone, fellas, or or what? Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> we just we just switched from breast to dirty laundry clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That's a sharp sure Yeah, we'll get back to Kelly. Okay. All right. but, does, but does anybody else does anybody else have a problem with leaving their clothes all over the house, or is it just me? Uh, I don't have Yes. It. So I guess it's just me. 
But let's rewind a bit. <laughs> Y'all ain't being on. Let's be yeah, let's rewind a bit. Yeah. <laughs> let's rewind a bit, fellas. What does the phrase to air dirty laundry even mean in the first place? Let's start there. That's telling the family secrets. Put your business exactly. out in the street. Put your business exactly. out in the street. Exactly. It's an idiom similar to skeletons in the closet. And to talk about things, usually a problem or dispute that should be kept private. To talk about private issues amongst others that are not involved. And it originates from the fact that your dirty laundry, which is an analogy for dirty secrets, should be kept out of sight when people are visiting. Otherwise, it could be embarrassing for you or for them. But is airing dirty laundry in public a great way to ruin a relationship or a marriage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Who's who's more likely to air their dirty laundry, men or women? Women. Women? Women. Y'all agree with that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it takes a lot for a man that they airs their line. He got to be really pissed off for a man to probably uh, just get out and block, you know, just tell his, his, his inside secrets. Mm-hmm. Would y'all consider it dirty laundry if the wife lost her job or only if the husband loses his job? Why would it be so dirty laundry if someone loses their job? Yeah. You don't think so? No, I don't think it'd be dirty laundry. If someone got unemployed, how's that dirty laundry? Yeah. I mean, that's a fact of life. Now, if somebody got unemployed because they were sleeping with with a co-worker, now that's dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that's dirty laundry. Yeah. <laughs> But just unemployed. It, it, can, it can also be dirty laundry. It can also be dirty laundry if one of my boys told me that uh, he got unemployed, but his wife didn't know about it. But I went out and ran my mouth about it. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's how it can be mm. dirty laundry. Great words, brother. Great words. Mm. But what percentage what percentage of wives do y'all think share their personal lives with one another, including what goes on in the bedroom? Ninety-eight percent. The only one who doesn't talk about it is the lady from the Duber family with 20 kids. Mm. Everybody else talks. Everybody, including the little quiet woman at your church. Hey, right. So 90. Yes, sir. Hey, I don't think, I think 95% of women are talking, but only about 10% of them are honest. 10% of them are honest. Mm. So they lie. They lie to their girlfriends. You know, women lie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we know? Don't we know? But is the request to to not air dirty laundry just more difficult for women to put into practice? 
don't know. I think it's just men or women just depend on if you like the gossip, man. I mean, you already know that if if you and and, and the missus are having problems, it's a problem between you, her, and all of her girlfriends. That's right. You know that out the gate. Nah, not really. Not really. Not necessarily. No, it's just. If she likes to chitty chat about anything, you 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 know somebody who get a piece of hot news, boy, and they just can't sit still because they gotta tell somebody. Now yeah. they gonna tell anything, but you know I'm assuming that you have a wife and not somebody who got you in a shotgun marriage. You regret every day, but you actually got a, a partner. I mean, there's gonna be a limit, I think, uh, a certain boundary of you know privacy. Of stuff where it's not everything it doesn't just leak out into the open public to somebody. No, but don't do that, bro. I mean, if you believe that your wife or your girlfriend ain't telling somebody something about you and her relationship, I mean, bro, they gonna especially if it's juicy, you know. If if uh, it when I was you know long 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 time ago when I was doing what I was doing, you know, I thought that you know my you know. With, 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 with what I did with one chick, so it wouldn't get out. But then when I started getting different eyes and all the other like I, looking at me like I was nasty, then it was like, wait a minute, you know, what what did, what did you tell your friends? I thought maybe we was going to keep that secret. You mm-hmm. know, with the wife, I mean, the next thing I know, I'm in a family, you know, with my ex-wife, I'm in a family reunion, and, and you know, people... I think she told some people that we got into an argument or or something happened during an argument, and then that was like six months earlier. But we had squashed it. Everything was good. And then I go to the family reunion, and people were asking me about it. I said, what, what, what time are you talking about? And come to find out, she had told some family members, and she forgot to call them back and tell them that it wasn't, it wasn't no big deal no more. Wow. Wow. This is your wife, is it? Yeah, it was ex-wife. <laughs> she was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> people, oh, we gonna get a divorce. We finna get. We 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 decided to call it quits and this week because da 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 da. And I was like, well, you know, then we I said we are gonna work it out and then we worked it all out and and then I forgot all about it and you know we moved on with our life and then we go to the family reunion and they looking at me well like, why are you here? Why you why you treat my cousin so bad or why you say oh, God damn, man. why you treat my cousin? Yeah, you know. <laughs> say, well, you know what? What what are you talking about? And then I pulled her up on it, and she was like, "Oh, you remember that time?" And it kind of downplayed it like it wasn't nothing, but everybody's staring at me. You remember that time when me and you said we was gonna get a divorce and we was finna break up and you left and you spent night over your friend house? Like, you told him that. <laughs> That makes for awkward dinner. I, I got a couple yeah. comments. Go ahead, one, brother. One okay. is, all right, thank you. One is, I don't think, I think it's good that men and women should air out some dirty laundry. The difference is, to me, is that you should air that dirty laundry to your best friend and someone who's not in your family. All men and women, I think, should have somebody to be able to express their, you know, concerns or, you know, whatever is ills or anything that's ailing them because when you bottle that stuff up, it can cause a lot of damage to you 
and your and your family because then you're going to start acting it out. You know what I'm saying? Once you start airing the dirty laundry to your family members, all that stuff is going to come back, be thrown back in your face later. But if you have a real close boy, when your home is real close, that you can, you know, talk with, I think it's all right. But you can't, you can't air that out to acquaintances or to, to just guys you really don't know. It's got to be your, your homie. You know what I'm saying? So what yeah. I'm saying is you don't want to say that on talk show household stress. No, you can air it because, you know, because you if you're on household stress, nobody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So this would be this could be a venue too, because unless somebody knows who's talking, like if y'all know me, right, and I air out my stuff and it gets out, then you won't have to worry about me ever doing it again on the show. Mm-hmm. But you know, understand that this show is not the same because you know, uh, you know, frankly, I don't care who people know who I am because you know and. Well, all of us shouldn't because we're helping somebody who hasn't overcame what we're talking about. Yeah, but what we talk about on the show should stay here amongst us. You're not supposed yeah. to blab that out to people you don't even know or, or get back to. If, I, if I'm going to have issues with my wife and I, and I need some help from you guys or some comments and it gets back to my wife. It's going to get back to your wife. You can go down there and listen to the download. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah. I need. I mean, but, I need. Well, but sometimes as a third party, you need that that person to help do. you with you. You, you know, you, you need do. that cleanness. That's what we are. We're tired. You know, we're tired detergent. We we come here to uh, to uh, to assist in our dirty laundry and clean some of the things that we're having problems in our marriage with. That's right. That's right. And sometimes, as crazy as it may sound. She may need to hear it. She may need to hear something that's really, really bothering you enough that you have to take it to a, a council. You have to take it to your boys and be like, look, man, that's what I'm dealing with. I don't, I need some help. You know, because a lot of times they don't know how serious the problem is to us, you know. But, again, um, to Silva's point, you know, you don't want to, on any recorded show, you know, put yourself out there. To the point where it's going to jeopardize your your marriage because it's counterproductive. Right. Yeah, I would you know, agree to that. Yourself Wolverine, or, or you know, and we know we don't know you, and um, yeah. and then then you can call your wife and tell her, hey, listen to this show because this guy had the same kind of problem <laughs> we got. <laughs> you know, this is a recorded show. Yeah. 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 Okay, but how do you, Rodney? I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. What Sorry. makes the laundry dirty? What makes the laundry dirty? And the, and and I'm asking that to say, just like the brother was saying, you know, he don't want certain things to be repeated. You know what I mean? But what if it's something that's really not dirty, but it's just something that's that's an issue? We come here every week, and some of us have an issue that we're dealing with. Well, that- well, that's what makes it dirty. If it can't be repeated, that makes it dirty. Okay. And that's okay. something that you don't want repeated. Gotcha. Or, or, or you intentionally putting putting it out there so it can be repeated. 
Well, you know, one, one brother, you know, one venue. Well, one brother, he 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 did put out some dirty. I I don't. I think it was dirty laundry, but it was therapy for him. You know, because he needed to talk to somebody that, and he didn't have that somebody that he talked to. And he he uh, said um, he his did it, he say his wife gave him herpes or something? Oh. Yeah, that was that was that was that was a show that we had. Yeah, it was a, it was a show. So I don't, we we not naming no names, but the brother said he had he had herpes, or and I don't you know. But that no, right that that wasn't a guy though. That was a, a woman. A woman said her husband gave her herpes. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah yeah. Okay, so so no, oh, that was at the end of the show. Well, you do got the vice versa sometime too, and yeah. and if you have that, and the guy comes here. You know that's that's a therapeutic question, or, or you know you need some therapy by some brothers, and you really don't care who you tell, but as long as the person don't know you, because you don't want to, you know, because you don't know what you're gonna do at that point. Whether well, should I stay with them or her? Should I go? Should I, you know, what about the kids? Uh, you know, since I already got it, you know, if I leave them, who else, who am I gonna be with now? You know, so these are questions that that you need to to answer, and, and you need answers too. Because you really don't know where to go at this point, and you know, when you're like, okay, I prayed about it, but I, when I got up off my knees, I still got herpes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you, you know, you got people that I mean, you, this is this, it's, it's heavy over here sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. and and this show is to to get you back on the on a on the right thinking path of let me let me not lose my mind. Mhm. But yeah, that's the lose your mind kind of kind of thing right there. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's real heavy yeah. because if I walked away and got up out of my bed and started scratching a few days later, I'm on. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how that was. Oh, hey, why you walk? My wife just walked in for me. Come on, man, you off my dirty laundry, wife? Walked in for me in the middle of my conversation. I know you wouldn't do that, baby. I know you wouldn't do that. I'm just saying, if it was me, yo, I, that, um, I would need somebody to talk to because right. I would be looking to go off, like, man, off. Yeah. You need the psych ward real quick. Yeah, yeah. And but so you, anybody, can't, you can't get oh, that conversation in no church, man. No, no, no. no. Not during the 11 o'clock service. No, no. Uh, but I, anybody, I think people, I think that, and and I believe when you when you bring that up, I mean, just to uh, just to say, that some places when you air your dirty, you got to be careful where you uh, air your dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's got laundry that's dirty. That's right. It's not a person that doesn't have it. It's just you got to be careful where you air it. Yeah, and that's what I was talking know, about earlier. And that's I what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. I, I don't think we need. I mean, in in my opinion, if you got current laundry that's dirty, that's like just happened like today and it hasn't been resolved, then I I wouldn't recommend talking about it right then and there. I mean, I would wait till a resolution has set in so you can have a a testimony instead yeah. of instead of you know it's still heated and you get on this show and she right next door. And you know you're talking loud enough for her to hear, <laughs> you know, or kind of problem break out on the phone, you know. Oh, and we got I a got 
problem. I got a great segue off of that, man. So uh, how, and I guess this is how you slip in a little, little Christian angle, how do you then factor in Kirk Franklin? Because I've heard people who said, look, man, why would you go out there and air your own laundry on yourself about you and your pornography addiction? I mean, I don't man, know if y'all actually read man, the, the point, man. Huh? Man, I don't care what nobody say. That's every man at one point or another. Right. They, it, they, he just called it an addiction. Some men, a lot, man, okay, I, I'm going to stop talking. He said he went outside, and one time he threw away his whole collection, right? And he said while he was sitting in his bed, like around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, his mind started playing tricks on him. And he actually was thinking about going out there, and he found himself out in the dumpster looking for his stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. That's Man, look, let me you know, sometimes that that was his that was his way of getting moving forward because we've had a shows we have a couple of shows on pornography and where it, it has ruined guys' lives. It's, we had one guy on there said he would he would run he would have sex with his wife and then go back downstairs and watch more pornography. Wow. But see, that's the difference with Kirk. I'm wondering if he's if he's trying to walk that walk and he's not getting in any panties. And that's his only avenue. But he said he would have his wife trying to watch, trying to watch it with him. Wow, that's crazy. Well, so, well you know what? I, you know, hey, maybe his wife ain't as kinky as those girls are. Those, you know, a lot of wives aren't like that. They no. start out. They start in the beginning. Before you get married, they like that. <laughs> Man, look, well, here's my thing: Where would you, you do, Where would you cut the line as far as airing that is your laundry? Like, at what point, you know, do you sit there and be like, hey, I'm glad that we were able to get through this. You know, I found some healing. You, you know, he said at one point, you know, I didn't. I was wondering if I ever was going to get healed from this. But he made it. But it, the show is about dirty laundry. Well, so, well, well, check this out. When you turn yeah. something out like that, when when you if you air that out, you're now looking for um, somebody to hold you accountable for not looking Accountability, out. yep. Yep. You know, so right. if you do us to if you do it right, you know, like uh some sometime when I'm on the show my wife come back and say, Darren, why would you say that? I say, Babe, look, if if I tell them that, then next week when we come back, I have to give them an update. And I say, and that wasn't that hard. You know, that was that was that was that's lightweight right there. You know, I could have told them, ba 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 and she was like, Well no, nah, then you would you know, you would have had problems but I'm like, Well then next week, you know, when I come back and now I can Talk about how that when I when when I don't know how many people are listening heard me say this that we were going to do this or you know that this happened at our townhouse or you know this happened with these tenants then that holds me accountable throughout for seven days to not do anything that I really really want to do. Would y'all have done the same thing? Would y'all have put your business out there and say, "Hey, world." Uh, while I was recording album number five and on tour out in the UK, hey, just by the way, let's let y'all know I had a sex addiction with pornography. But if you, if you help people, if you're trying to help people man, and let everybody know that, hey, man, I'm human, you know, even me, it got the best of me. And, and when you put it on the forefront, like let's say Eddie Long, if he would have just came out and said, look, man, 
I like I like dudes. I used to have a thing with dudes, and, and you put it out there. Then when you put it out there, the devil ain't got no hiding spot then, because mm-hmm. now you can say over it, and you got so many people that's looking at you to make sure you're accountable and, and say, hey, you're with your wife, and I'm gonna make sure you ain't got. And I know this man is gay, and he's gonna be trying to get at you. If he would have put it out there, the devil would have had to flee. But people not smart enough to do that. You mean like Donnie McClurkin? Yeah, like Donnie McCurkin. Now, he might be still taking it, but I don't think, I don't know, but he did he put said, it out. He said he used to be good. Yeah, but I'm saying he still might be. But, you know, I don't know. That's neither here or there. That's my opinion. But he, the yeah, way he, hey. I mean, he still got those mannerisms, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and, man. And just to echo off what you just said, um, I think that when you are appointed with that much of a status, when you can reach that many people, that you have no choice but to come out with it. Yeah, I sure. think I think that his issue was not coming out soon enough. Mm-hmm. Be- because you have to you have to say I mean because there's a lot of brothers, man. One suffering in silence. Two don't even think it's a it's a it's a sin nor less an addiction. You know what I mean? And they don't know why. You know. In the middle of the night, they being called to a computer. They have no idea, you know. Just like Pookie and uh, and uh, and which call New Jack City, it'd be calling me. They don't know why. You see what I'm saying? So when somebody like that comes out and says, "Guess what? Guess what happened to me? Guess what I've been dealing with?" So now the people that be like, "Man, you know what? I've been dealing with it too." And what? And then he could say, "Well, this is what I did to help me." And now that speaks volumes to people. I mean, I think that he should have come out sooner. But again, it's not for me to say. But you know, that's probably what what his struggle was. And then you got people to pray for you. You know, I know, yeah. I know when y'all when I had a problem with something, and I got on the call, and I know that people was praying for me. I know it was those prayers that got me through because I didn't tell no church about it because I just go to church and sit and listen. But when I'm on here, I can ask. I say, look, man, I need I need prayer in this in this area. And you know, and 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 I know somebody was praying for me, you know, and and, and even sh- when I even showed up at the place, one of the brothers, P Town, was there to help me by just being there. He didn't say nothing. He was just there, and that helped me a lot. You know? Yeah, just a brother in Christ, just waiting, you know, helping, seeing them to say, all right, I don't need to act a fool out here, you know. I, I gotta have to keep myself at a higher standard. Exactly. Yeah, but let me let me go back to something somebody said um, about uh, family and friends. I think somebody said that. Do y'all think it is it is it better or worse to air your dirty laundry to your family rather than your friends? Which one is better? If you had to call it family That's or your friends, it's got to be your, your, your it's got to be your best friend, your homie, that one or maybe two. Guys that or girls even that you grew up with, not just acquaintances, yeah, not, not your Instagram friends. I just they gonna make you viral. Well, well, well. I'm gonna say this. Hopefully, I can answer. My opinion of it is, your family is somebody that was given to you. You don't have a choice about your family. You had no decision with that, unless they're your children. Um. But your friends are people that you have chosen, and through their their you know trust and and lifestyle and 
and the way they've, you know, been a friend to you, that'll make you comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I have certain friends that I talk about my my um, situation with because I know they're not going to tell me, you know what I mean, the wrong answer. They're not going to tell me what I want to hear. If I'm at fault, they're going to be like, okay, you're at fault. You need to stop that. You need to go fix that. You see what I'm saying? And that's what you want. You don't want somebody that's just going to jump on your side because they're family. Sometimes family be like, man, she tripping, but she really isn't. Mm. Well, let me ask you this, you Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, what what about, you know, just to flip that around, that's good words, but what about your friends and family's dirty laundry? How can their dirty laundry affect your relationship? Is that possible? Yes, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible because they're looking at the relationship between you and mm-hmm. your family. And if your family's got trifling traits, they may think that you got to be to hide them. <laughs> no doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. But what, what, what percentage of couples do y'all think have allowed external influences, whether it be family or friends, get up all in their marriage? What, what percentage of couples do you think experience Oh, this? man, 95%. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I say that? Oh. I've seen I've seen women listen to this. I've seen women allow watching the Kardashians, those uh, Atlanta housewives, affect them. Wow! They'll bring I've I've seen it. They'll bring that soap opera drama back home. How you do that? How, how you do it? <laughs> It's like, almost what, like I remember. Remember Eddie Murphy, an old girl was like Eddie. I want half. <laughs> Same. You, you 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 see it how other people are living, and you uh, whether it's good or bad, and you think, oh, well, if they're doing it that way, and it's working for them. What wh- what's going on with my? Why ain't it working over here? Why are we doing that? Why 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 can I drive up in? I think um, that's she got it. Yeah, well, I'm really, like, well, you know what? Let's let's start this from the beginning. Let's go back from to the first one, and we'll start from the beginning where Kim got her start, and see did you follow uh-huh. the steps? Oh. <laughs> and if you follow the steps, then I guess you got the work. <laughs> no, I'm really kidding. That really would be yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> honey, you can't skip steps. You cannot skip steps. But <laughs> mm. well, how can still working for her too? That's when that happens, still working. We gotta, we gotta, you know. Uh, well, I'm gonna say me. I'm not gonna say we. But mm. as as men, and and yes, as godly men, we gotta know our place to hurry up and put our wife back in hers and let her know. Look, Oof. hey, this ain't our. This ain't that life. Your life, and we got two totally different problems. You know, we we got a night another set of problems. We got kids, they don't. They rich, we ain't. You know, you got you get got to go down the laundry list <laughs> and let them know. Look, they got different type of problems than we got. You know, you know what? But don't ever look in their refrigerator and see no hot dogs. You know, or you ain't gonna ever. Fin- go ahead. They're financially rich, but they're not happy like we are. Right, but I'm just saying those those type of people under the different conditions they have different kind of 
problems. And when exactly. you bring that problem into this house, now you're yep. saying that you, it has to match up all together. And I'm not saying yep. money, but, you know, they also on a show and they're doing it for entertainment. So don't bring that exactly. mess. You know, yep. matter of yeah. fact, let's you up why, right now and quit <laughs> you now, know. now, why can men, why can we see that? We see can what? see it for what it is, entertainment. But they actually get drawn up into it. Like, they be like, look what she's wearing. Oh, man. I mean, you know, they really get into it. And you and you see him, <laughs> you see him acting it out. If mm. you were, I don't know if anybody's wives watch this stuff, but I, I know enough people, and I'm not saying it's my wife, but I know I've seen enough, enough people or women who watch this stuff on a daily really get themselves involved in it. But are you got to ask the question: Are they in Christ? I mean, I'm, I ain't trying to bring up making the Bible study and nothing like oh, that. But if, probably not. Okay, so let's leave it at that. <laughs> no, you're yeah, too early for that. that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but how not. careful are how careful are y'all when it comes to who you allow to influence your marriage? How careful are you when it comes to who you allow to influence well, your marriage? Very, very. Clear. I mean, you can be, but the reality is, just like you don't want bad things to happen to your kids, you can't really control what kind of influences happen to your marriage. But you can control the way that your marriage responds to the influences. I can't control, you know, Mr. Stud Adonis down at the job site who likes to lift weights all the time, who likes to cook and talk three languages, and, hey, he likes to talk to my wife. I can't control that. But I can control the external response to it by taking care of business at home and keeping the communication lines open. You know, I mean, I I can control that. You know, I I told my wife, I think I told you all that before. Um, When I first started working, it was a, man, it was a chick, she looked like uh, a middle of the group from, uh, what was that group? Um, Groove Theory, Groove Theory. Groove Theory, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she could have filled in and signed autographs. You'd have never known the difference. And uh, I told my wife, I came home, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, Emil LaRue works at my branch, but um, I'm not going to mess up my marriage for her. I still don't know why to this day I said that. I really don't. Just by the I ass. don't know. Yeah, your wife, uh, some some foxy lady working. Now you're going to have her thinking all day, what you doing? Well, you know what she said? She was like, well, you know, honey, I, that's okay. I understand. You know, it's not a big deal. You know, I don't know what the response was, but my intention was, I wanted to put out and uncover every area of my marriage I could, take the roof off of everything so that there couldn't be no areas where, you know, you have that. You know, like even now, um, it's, this, it's this girl, literally, who I think she done taken to really having a crush on me, man. Now, she's, I'm 36. You know, she's 18, and um, I think she's done that because, um, she was pregnant, and then she lost the child. And I, I really took measure because it shot me how it happened, but I knew because I had a friend who had this happen to her last year that you have to have somebody around that can talk to you and, and basically walk you through the first six months so that you mentally, you know, can write yourself. And I did that with her, not with me, but I did it with connections of people I had. 
But I think that because of that, she ended up being just kind of, you know, clingy. And so I, I noticed that at the point, and, I, you know, I'm like, I'm aware of that. You know, I'm aware of that anytime she comes in because, you know, you end up uh, falling for your heroes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to touch back on on something you said earlier, brother, about Instagram. Remember you said something about Instagram. Mm-hmm. I want to touch back on that, bring that point back okay. up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you remember now. You, it took you a while, but you remember you said something <laughs> about Instagram. I remembered mm-hmm. it, but um, I want to play a clip. This is only five seconds, fellas. Before I ask the next one. Technology turning the planet into zombies. Everybody all and everybody's dirty laundry. How can social media kill your privacy? (laughs) 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 Technology got everybody like zombies talking about, you know, just spreading the dirty laundry. How can social media kill your privacy, fellas? Man, you got Facebook that people get up. If they get up in the morning, they 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 take pictures of themselves. Hey, this is me in the morning. Hey, this is me after I got my hair done. Hey, I'm on my way to Starbucks. Hey, I mean, and 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 like they don't have a life where like they need the attention. But if you're talking about a, a married person doing it, I find that even more. I find that even more disgusting when you you don't have you got you lack so much attention in your own household. Like you ain't got the kids to keep you busy, or you ain't got a husband or a wife to tend to. You got you got fine time to find fine time to type on Facebook. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Just got out of the shower and it's so hot in here. Or taking pictures of your grass. And do anybody got a lawnmower? Oh, it, <laughs> you know. And we we often see or hear on the news about how people are getting divorced because of social media. And we've also talked about it, you know, here on this show. But is it really about social media or about what people are sharing on social media? I mean, why why do people use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as the brother said, and other social media outlets to, in some cases, air out their dirty laundry? Y- y'all see it every week. There I know I do. Paparazzi. Hmm. You know, they, they want to... Um make themselves more than what they probably are. Or, you know, they just want that attention. A lot of people still want attention, and they act out. And that's just a better that's a place you can do it. Mm-hmm. But can do marriage it through pictures, be, you can do it through words, and anything like that. But can marriage problems be exacerbated or even caused by too much public disclosure? Hey, man, then people would put their dirty laundry about their marriage on there. They're mad that's at the wife yeah, and 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 it's stupid. Now you know a situation that probably could have been was small. Now you have escalated because now you don't let everybody know. Uh-huh. Mm. Wow, that's good words. And then as as some people do, they fire right back. So now you got an argument that should be kept inside your home, outside, out on Facebook, so that everybody can see. And, and and by sharing personal issues with friends, family, or, or the entire world via the Internet, are you possibly be- betraying your partner's trust? If yeah, you're putting that stuff out there, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Because I, th- I think it can be hard to, to, you know, for somebody to open up and be honest if you're afraid that it's going to be posted on Facebook the next morning. You know what I mean? But what do y'all think? What do y'all think are people's motives in sharing all this stuff? You know, why is there even a need to share, you know, personal information to external people in the first place? Why is there a need? What's the point? Why do y'all think, what do you think people's motives are in sharing this stuff on social media? They just seek attention, man. When you, when you, and like I tell my daughter, I say, you know, you don't need to put pictures of yourself on the internet or, or what you're doing. And, you know, you, you, you allow a gateway. And this is where all this, um, what what's my man named Ted Hansen with NBC, MSNBC? He goes out to catch a predator. And, and it starts out by people seeking this attention, and they end up getting the attention and then find out later on that it's unwanted because for every dude that he's not catching and, and, and searching for little kids or anybody or a woman or whatever, then it's, it's a thousand that he's not catching. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, when you go out there and you're seeking attention because – your parents are not giving you attention. Are you seeking attention because you don't have no man or no woman? Uh, you know, are you seeking that type of attention? Sometimes you find it, but you're looking for something, especially if you got in your about page that, hey, I'm a woman looking for a woman, or I'm a woman that's confused, or I'm a man confused, or I'm a married man confused. You know what I mean? So when you put all these labels on what you think you are, then now you're att- attracting all kind of attention. Uh, unwanted sometimes. Yeah, speaking of attention, I mean, you got it's bitterness, anger, resentment. You know that that's part of the motives too of sharing all this stuff. You got hurt, unresolved conflict. But in more cases than not, fellas, airing dirty laundry on social media is a way to exact revenge or or, or to get back and hurt the other person in some form or fashion. And with the invention of Facebook and these other social networks, it's become even easier to let everyone know every intimate detail of your life. As uh, Darren was just talking about, you know, you wake up in the morning, you know, you're taking a shower, you need the grass cut, you know, I'm over here at Starbucks. I mean, every intimate detail of your life and including your, your relationship is, you know, blared out on social media. And what do we focus on? Most people focus on the negative. And once you share your dirty laundry on social media sites, you know, it it most certainly will spread and multiply. So what social media sites are y'all on personally? You know, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on LinkedIn. They got this new thing called Pass or something. I'm not on that. Um, Household Stress is on Twitter, but I'm not personal. I don't have a personal account on Twitter. But what what social media sites are y'all on? Got a Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn for business. Yeah, LinkedIn for business. That's it. Long as none of y'all say Ashley Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it. (laughs) No doubt. Ashley Madison Premium Pass account. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm on Facebook, and I have a couple personal policies about my Facebook account. one, I don't I don't befriend chicks I used to smash. Or chicks that I know I'm serious. Or or chicks that I know like me 
or get this, even like me in the past. Like in, in high school days, they were getting trying to get out of brother, but they, you know, I didn't give the time of day. But what do y'all think about my policy? Y'all, y'all agree with that policy or disagree? What do they put on like sixty pounds? Don't matter. Let, let me ask matter. you. Let me ask you a question, Rodney. Now, mm-hmm. when 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 you uh, friend some chicks that that are friends and, and you never did smash and then they see you 10 years, 15, 20 years later, and they say, man, Rodney still look the same. And then they friend you and then they start liking you. Do you defriend them or you unfriend them at, at that time? Or do you yes. just, you know, go with the flow? Yes, I've never had that happen. I'm sure that they might be thinking that in their head because I am a catch, you know. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but until they make a move on me, you know, not, I, I haven't, you know, to your question, to your point, um, I haven't had the experience where somebody was literally, you know, inbox me or, or as they call it, inbox love. You know, I, I haven't received any inbox love, you know, um, by any one of my female friends at all. So, I mean, they've they've kept a safe distance, you know. But now, I, I did. That's why I was asking, you know, because... Um, because my wife thought that I should defriend this 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 woman, and but by me putting her in a place, she ended up defriending me because I I mean I I was I didn't say anything rude, I just said something that was very, you know, made her feel very shameful of trying to uh, uh, attempt to, you know, talk to a married man, you know what I mean, and um, but I handled it, but and I and you know my wife saw it. And I didn't know she was going to be looking for it. She was actually looking for the book site. But then she saw my name and she saw this girl with her lips, you know, on her home, you know, on the um, on the, on the, on the profile picture. On her profile picture, she had her lips, you know, taking a picture with her lips poked out, like she was blowing a kiss or something. So my wife clicked on it and she read the uh, messages, and well, she, the message, and then she read what I wrote. And then she was asking me why I didn't befriend her or why I didn't tell her about it. You know, I mean, I'm like, well, do you do you tell me about every man that try to holler at you when you go to the gas station or, you know, blow their horn when you're driving? You know, it, it, it was nothing, you know. But she's like, well, this, this is somebody who's communicating with you. I was like, well, did you see the way I responded? She's like, well, that don't mean she's going to stop. But long story short, the next week, she defriended me. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't have no problem with it. But I thought that by me, by me blasting her like I did, you know, that kind of put it, things in perspective for her. And I think the embarrassment... Uh, had her to unfriend me. Mm, wow. My wife won't even tell me about the uh, people at her job. She think I'm going to come up there like Contra. I'm like, I just, you know, every time I, just, I try to come up to the school and like a little Shinobi just kind of show up. And not not hide her, just to check on my wife, you know. But I'll never see what's, you know, any life. She said, yeah, it's a couple of them up there. You know, they know she married, but still. And I've, over time, grown to accept this because, you know, I, I don't know if just y'all dealt with that, but I did have this idea, like, you know, I, I would just confront, like, everybody, everybody on the planet. If I thought you were looking at my wife too long, you know, I'll catch your eyes and stare you down. But after a while, I was like, you know, this this is ridiculous, so... As long as my wife is is fine, then that's all we really need to worry about. Who are you married to, Marty? Beyonce? Hmm? Say what? Who are you married to, Beyonce? <laughs> nah, man, but I mean, 
I'm just my wife is gone in in just a short amount of time, really just from the work you know we've been doing with um with her social causes, man. We're working with with kids, but you know she won a couple pageants and you know she's done a lot of community service work in five years, a lot. To the point now, she's pretty easy to find on the internet. I mean, you it'll it'll probably finish the Google search for you. Um, so. I mean, I just kind of I looked around a few weeks ago and like, wow, this is um, we we are looking to work independently, but we really build a lot of web presence, and with that comes, you know, people who all they see is the person on the outside. So it's, uh, I can't sit there and battle the entire uh, world because they like looking at my wife. So uh, and my wife doesn't give me any cause or pause. To think that you know she's cheating on me, or she would even think about stepping out. She gives me absolutely. She's like a like a ten year old girl towards boys. Yuck! Ew! I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's her attitude towards. So I don't, I'm not thinking about it. I ain't taking it for granted because you know that that's just in itself. You just you can't do that with people, but for so long. Um, but she doesn't give me any cause, so that's just. I've learned that. I've learned not to be worried about stuff like that. But um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a good place to be in, man. Like I say, it's, it's a shame if ain't nobody looking at your wife for you. There's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody likes their own type right of woman. About that. Yeah, but if you're the only person that, that look at your spouse and think, "Wow, everybody else could you know eat a French fry or look doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't matter to them." That's that's something serious to think about, man. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why is that something serious to think about? Think about it. I, I've seen people who will be considered plain Jane, you know, just average, below average maybe. And there's some kind of quality about them, beyond just looks, laugh, personality, smile, you know, maybe somebody likes them shorter, whatever. They appeal to more than one person. That makes sense. Your, I got you. Your woman don't kill it. Nobody except you? Ooh. That means you safe. <laughs> you safe nah, that, that ain't good. I, I think I'm agreeing with him now. That that ain't good, man. That that should be something <laughs> 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 about your wife. Yeah. I agree with that. Your words. And, and my second policy, speaking of kids, um, brother brought up kids, but my second policy is that I don't post too many pictures of my kids on social media. Yeah, I think so. You know, unless you really know me, you know, you won't be able to, you know, pick my kids out unless you see me around because it, I post a few, but it's not, you know, like I think Darren was saying, you know, here's the, you know, the baby growing up, here's his birthday party number one. He's, uh, you know, he, he's, here's the picture. He's 13 months now. He's 13 and a half months in, in in a few days, you know, it's like a picture a day. So, um, but what do y'all think about that? Not posting pictures of, of, of your kids on social media. Is that, am I going too far with that? Or no, you that, have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going too far with it. Too far. No, nah, you, okay. you, you right, Thanks. man. I mean, I, 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 I'm on your side, doc. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> going too far. <laughs> Well, you no, I, I agree 100%. I mean, I mean, you know, if you got if you got if you have control over your friends, who you who you friend, you know what I mean? And it's just family and it's your friend, your boys or whatever the case may be, then they should see your kids. Your kids he, he got, you know, no pictures. He said 
you know, he he didn't. It's limited. It's very limited. I do post some. Limited, yeah. yeah. It's very he limited. Here's the first uh, swim party, and well, there's my child. And yeah, I ain't gonna post that picture. I would right. never yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, but I mean, but so why is it limited? Is the question. Why would you post any picture of your of your child? I wouldn't. I would never post a picture of my child. I don't care what they what age they are. I mean, um, I, think, I posted a picture. I, you probably can still see it, but I posted a picture of my. Um, we took some. We went on a cruise, and you know, this is my my daughter. That was their first cruise, and then. And and I say, you know, y'all go out and y'all have fun and take pictures and just 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 have fun. And and my daughter took a picture by this piano glass with a with a wine glass. And then she took another picture with her head laid back, like she was on the beach, and took a picture like it was upside down. And so, um, and I started to take the picture off because I, I seen uh, somebody wrote a comment on there that's sexy. And and I was wow. like, wait a minute. <laughs> she, she's fourteen. She was four, thirteen or fourteen years old at the time. And I called him. I said, Yo, um, how are you? We, how you know me? How you know my daughter? And I'm like, What? What are my friends with you for? And I and he was a he was a friend of the high school that I went to. So when you when you become friends with, I guess the high school. Then everybody can like ask you to be friend. I don't. I don't know how he became. So I was like, "Why are you putting sex, sexy on the picture?" No, nah, man. I well, you know, hey, why are you calling me? You what? Look, man. Okay, let me handle this real quick. <laughs> you, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I called him, man, because he had his contact number on there. Yeah, I thought you meant you called him like you emailed him or something. Yeah, he actually called him. He called him up. Uh, no, nah, man, that's the daughter. You got the call. You got the oh, call. Yeah, no, nah, man, you don't play them games, man. This certain thing. But but Darren, but Darren, didn't weren't you the one that was talking about Chris Hansen from Dateline earlier? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I am. Exactly. I'm still talking about. But this exactly. was on my this was on my website. Was I'm right. so particular about my my children now? You know. That makes sense. So what did he say when you when you called him up on it? Well, first he was like he didn't know what I was talking about, and I said, "Go to your, because we gonna we gonna get on this together. Go to your Facebook. Wait, wait, dude. Oh, I gotta explain myself to you. I said, look here, man. I see your hometown, and I'm from Georgia too, and I can come down there. I'm only a two hundred dollar away flight from there, so you might want to get on your, you know. He was gonna hang. So upset. He gotta understand that this is my daughter. We talking about, man. And I'm trying to you. My family cruises, we taking, you know, taking a family cruise, and I'm just kind of posting some pictures because they're nice. But you don't make comments like that about my kids. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. You, you should have went that if you had a wife, I'd have showed up then. Mm-hmm. But, but if, you don't, right. if you don't post a picture, it doesn't happen, though. I mean, you, that's not exactly. an issue. You don't got to go see nobody. You don't got to be defensive. Right. As soon as you post your business out there, you open the door. That's a that's gateway for, 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 you know, for some type of drama. I'm not saying the man was right. He's wrong. But still, I don't want to have to face that issue. So, I mean, why am I going to have any type of gateway? Anybody that I'm close enough with has pictures of my family. If you don't, well, then you can hit me up if you like. Well, you didn't, you didn't think, I mean, you don't think that when you first putting things on Facebook, you don't think that, hey, man, people are going to be looking at this and seductive. You don't think that. Your daughter 14. Uh, yep, but you, but, you, but, but she's 15 now. Hansen. Y'all watch so Chris Hansen. You see, they have him lined up. Um, 
if somebody said, hey, you know, looking cute, nice size, but they was of her age group, would you have had a problem? Yeah. Well, she got her own Facebook page now, and, and I monitor her Facebook page and uh and and make comments, but I, I'm trying to, you know, kind of be like, dang, you know, you can't be daddy all the time, and her friends are going to make comments, but my my thing is I'm raising her a certain way, so wondering how she's responding, and she's responding. You know, that lets me know that we're we doing a good job raising her because she's like, hey, look, don't be posting stuff like that, you know, on my pictures, please. And and and, and, and I find it to be, you know, flattering that, you know, I, me showing me that I'm doing my job. You know what I'm saying? So you would uh, try to find a kid outside and be like, hey, we just told my daughter's size for me. What's, what's up with that? You would have because they're in the same age group. I probably, you know, I probably would have done that. But you got to, you got to, <laughs> they get to a stage. <laughs> When they get a certain age, you got to let them spread their wings and see how they respond. See how they respond, right, right. I agree with that. Yes. I don't. I don't. I'm still, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying. At what point you going to let it go, though? Ten seconds, fellas. Hey, so 
think of people that go on Maury for paternity tests? Oh man, that's just they just hung you for two hundred and thirty five dollars, man. It's some in, in nine minutes of FaceTime. I mean, I appreciate that. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, exactly, because Maury has, get this, he has an unlimited supply of guests, you know, when it comes to paternity suits. I mean, he can run a show now from from now until 2025 with no hiccups. He has not changed his show for over... 15 or 17 years, dude. The <laughs> only, only thing he'll switch up is the bad kids and bring out the black dude that's all muscled up and takes them off. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's the dude it. come out there with the little cut-off uh, cable polo shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's Martin. once a month. Yeah, yeah he come on once, once a month, month. and freshen it up. And then the transsexual show, is that a man or is that a woman? Well, the fact <laughs> It's, a, it's paternity You are test. not the father. And you know what? They tell him, man. I remember somebody was talking about being on the show before. You know, they tell him to go in there and, and wild out and, and just act a fool because that's what's going to sell. People just can't get enough of the gladiator coliseum type of atmosphere, man. They just love it. You know? And oh, that's what do they knock out on them. Yeah, but what Good. do y'all think about the women who are up there who have eight eight to ten dudes up there for a paternity test. I think seventy five percent of that is just tight. <laughs> I mean I'm thinking like are, are they a prostitute or something? I mean no, eight to just, ten guys. I mean at least, at least the prostitute that, uses a condom, you know. Maybe maybe. Maybe. But it's just you just seeing a public showing of what's done in the dark, man. It's just it's, it's public showing. You know, it's, it, if you think about that, if you're testing two people saying, I'm not sure if it's Gary or if it's Rod. Larry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which one of these two. What you're really saying is I've had unprotected sex with two people within about a three-week period, and I'm not sure or less, and I'm not sure which one of them so Basically, you can go from zero to start in three weeks with me. Yeah, it's the ones that's on there four or five times. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, that's that's symptomatic of all kind of other stuff, man. I need love. Parents didn't love me. I'm growing up with pain, so I'm trying to find it with sex and, and fill it. And I'm just going to keep trying. And then you're getting played by people who know you out there desperate. And they tell you what you want to get you sexed up. And then they leave you standing out there looking like a fool, testing everybody that you see, trying to figure out who the father of your baby is. So it's mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it's it's sad to see, man. Um, it, it's really sad to see. And I, I feel sad for not just the female, just the dudes. The dudes that come up there with their mamas. You, you start. You <laughs> rarely have you ever seen somebody sitting up there with their father. That's you never I'll... see that. You see mama coming up there, you ain't going to tell me my baby here got you pregnant because I know what his ears look like. That ain't ears. We don't got no ears like that in our family. You lying, chick. Oh, my God. It's, it's just ridiculous. And he said back there, don't want to say nothing. My, mom, my mama said that that's not my ears. So, you know, I'm like, my mama, she knows. She knows. 
Just but what about the to... flip side? But what about the flip side of that? You know, what about the the dude that's up there that wants to be the father of that five year old little boy, and and then comes on Maury, and what Maury say? You are not the father. You know, what what about the flip side mm-hmm. of that? I mean, this, this I mean, you got a guy who wants to do the right things, like Maury. You know, I'm gonna support him. This, uh, you know, I hope it's mine. And Maury break the bad news to him. You know, I mean, does this does this kind of stuff happen in real life? You know, when you've got guys out here raising kids that they five years old, and then come to find out that's it is Gary's baby. It ain't yours. It, it, it's yeah, not that's the flip, flip side. Right there. I yeah, bet that, that's, that's what happens. Then you would even think, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's crazy, especially you know a lot of uh, people who have uh, children outside of wedlock. I mean, that girl, as soon as she gets pregnant, a lot of times she's thinking, okay, which guy is going to provide the most financial security for me? That's who's going to be the baby, the father of this child, uh, you know, if you don't question it. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's completely crazy to me when uh, dudes, uh, you know, be getting girls pregnant and do not do paternity tests when you're not married. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, I've seen it happen I mean, to, to people just that I know, I mean, the baby two years old, and, you know, they they have a breakup, and, you know, okay, now they get a paternity test, come to find out, oh, that child ain't yours. It's yep, and the courts don't care. <laughs> nah, not after what? Is it two or three years? Yeah, you've already demonstrated um, connection and uh, financial demonstration of support. That's yours. <laughs> but whether it be Maury or reality TV, don't we like when other people's dirty laundry is shared? Of course. Mm, I know I do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I watch more. I'll be watching all, and when I'm, if I'm home, I, you know, I catch some more, some paternity tests. But I'll give, y'all, I'll give y'all another example. I don't know if y'all have heard this before, but this is 30 seconds, fellas. Listen to this clip. I think 
<laughs> Y'all don't think it'll get ratings? Yeah, I think it'll no. get a lot of ratings. No, it won't. You know why yep. it's not? Okay, There's what? already a precedent that got thrown in the trash. You remember that fool that came out with that song, uh, what was that song? D4L, Hey Now, Hey Now. Um, oh, Shorty Low? Yeah, Shorty Low. I'm the man. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah, this fool had a show with mm-hmm. 10 idiotic pancakes for brain chicks that somehow formed a whole clan of who was in charge of who and who had the rank over who. Dude, it sounded like the absolute most buffoonery Negro Amos and Andy show you could ever watch. Was that, was that a show or was that a song? It was a show. It was a yeah, show. Was a it show. only went to college. Yeah. It never, it yeah. never got put, produced because there was so much backlash, like over the show. Like, what kind of Negro foolishness is this? This is right after the um, what, what's that joint? That might still be on the best wedding, ever, best funeral ever. Y'all seen that one? Man, what's the, what channels you be watching, man? You in I don't, have, I don't have cable, so I'm just, I know just from the news. I like seeing this on at work. I don't have cable. But it, 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 it came on right after this is a show called The Best Funeral Ever. And, of course, it's this black um, funeral home that specializes in fulfilling whatever request the person's wanted. But anyway, the... um. The the show got canceled, the baby mama thing, because it was like, dude, this is ultimate buffoonery. Ultimate. Ten well, you kicks. know, but it, the reason why I think it's going to get catchy because it's so many women that's in this unfortunate situation, more than we think. Or what, or, I mean, we are a bunch of educated brothers on here that have jobs and never been to jail. Some of us probably, some of them not, you know, but... For the most part, we're decent and we're in Christ. Now, a lot of people are not in the shoes that we're in, and 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 mm-hmm. that's that's that may be that may cover a good seventy percent of women right there. That I mean, and I'm just guessing. Uh, don't hold me to the fire on that. But that's a lot of women with at least two baby daddies. You know what? I'm gonna backtrack. If the show is actually done. With some kind of depth, and it's not that uh, ridiculousness that tried to come out a year ago. You might be right. You might. Be I right. mean, because I'm looking at I'm looking at people looking at that to see how is she making it. Let's say it, it, I mean, you know, you got a lot of unfortunate situations when when girls get caught up and then they're looking for love and they're looking for another um, a person to help them with their kid and then they got they get caught up with. You know, another dude that's just trying to get the booty and then end up pregnant again. And you know, women are some women are vulnerable when they after they have a baby and they on their own. That's just the facts, okay? So when you see a dude that coming in half half stepping and like looking clean and he got a good job and he trying to holler at you and and you know you been at home with this kid crying kid all this time and you working and you ain't got no time for no social life and he step up to the plate. You gonna? I mean, most of the time they fall for him, and I'm not saying, I'm, saying they, I'm not saying they stupid, but a lot of you know everybody want love. You know what I'm saying? So if you you seeking that and then he end up duping you too, now you got two baby daddies, and now this show is showing you. Well, look, I had to get on welfare. My welfare stopped. It's gonna be a lot of people like, man, that happened to me too. How'd you get out of it? 
And they're going to be looking at it from that aspect. And a lot of people like us are going to be looking at it from a comical perspective, or, or, or we're going to put our kids on, on it and say, you know, look, this is why you shouldn't sleep with guys, you know, from an educational perspective. But a lot of people are going to be looking at it because of the, the drama that goes with having baby daddies. And I yeah. hope they show everything, including the drama when he come around and you got another man there. I, I see this as... I see this as a big game of red light, green light, where you have the uh, marketing execs who, like they've done for decades, have found another area to push a little bit to see how far can you push without making somebody cringe and say enough. So you start off with reality. Like, for instance, reality shows – you ever seen the real world road rules when those shows first came out? It was really the yeah. real world. There was no yeah. process for money. It was six people, and somebody had AIDS, and somebody was gay, and somebody didn't like white people, but they just had to live and figure it out for five months. That's mm-hmm. it. Now it's become a big social experiment of seeing what can you push. And now it's this baby mama, you know, they tried the thing with the 10 baby mamas, too much backlash. Okay, 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 we'll pull back. Let's try something else. And that's all this is, man. It's just going to become to the point where, you know what, I'm waiting for the day when regular television is going to have sex episodes. I'm just waiting for the day. It's coming. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's too easy for me to be 13. The, I, all I need to do now it's just have an imagination, and mm. I'm into my porn. There's there's no thing stopping me. But rated do you R, not, rated X, it don't matter. But do you not think that this type of drama, if you're gonna go drama, you should you might as well have some true reality because that right there is a lot of women's problems today. If you cover yeah. a issue that that covers. Uh, uh, a nice size percentage, nice chunk percentage of women or men, then, you know, just just like this, like this avenue right here. This cover a lot of men right here. They just don't know about it yet. So, uh, 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 but, but people ain't going to tune in for the knowledge of it, man, for long. Say what now? They ain't going to tune in for the knowledge of it for long. If you get too teachy, preachy, reachy, you know, they're like, you know what, I got other episodes. Let let me watch the uh the gay parents of, of Houston. Let me let me see something else with more drama to it. You know? Nah, that that right there, having four baby daddies, that's enough drama. You all you gotta do is Mhm. But you you said something about uh sex sex episodes on T V and being thirteen. And way, way, way back on uh November the ninth, two thousand ten it was a Tuesday night, so of course we did a show. And that particular show was called "My Teenager Is Having a Baby." Does anybody remember that show? That, that that's, uh, might be too far for some of you guys. But is teenage pregnancy considered dirty laundry? Not anymore. Yeah, it's a norm now. Now, man, it's become norm. Yeah, that's a norm now. I remember, even got, I remember when we was in high school, if you had a, if a girl was pregnant, I think she had to go to an alternative school 
just because they didn't facilitate or they didn't want her to be forcing the other girls in the school to get pregnant. And um, and they, they sent her off to an alternative school um, just so she can continue to go to school while she was pregnant and then after she have her baby, you know, uh, facilitate that. You know, um, but now they walking around pregnant in the 10th grade and, you know, coming back to school about a week after they had their baby, like it ain't nothing, you know. Yeah, is the laundry dirtier if your teenage daughter winds up pregnant versus if your teenage son got some girl pregnant? Is there a difference? Yeah. Yeah, it's different. Show a girl. You walk around with the evidence. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You got the evidence. It's sitting right there in front of you kicking. Mm. But does that speak to you as a parent, or how would you take it? I mean, I'm just thinking that, man, if my daughter came in here pregnant, I wouldn't know who to kill first. Right, depends on the person. Again, I see so – think of the cycle. Think of the cycle of how this has happened. You know, you have girls – 15, 18, who are getting pregnant. They're not married. They're just knocked up. Who are mothered by people, other women, who had them when they were 16. So grandmom is now 34. And do I see a problem with it if I'm 34 and my daughter, she's 18, and she's having a baby? No, no. It's more of the, you know, we're going to take care of our little bookie, a little move, move. And it's this mentality of it's okay, you know, it's acceptable, it's fine. I mean, you got to accept it once the kid's here. But, but I'm not talking about those are the homes that you're talking about with no fathers. I'm talking about the homes where the fathers are included and they, the fathers are there and they're thinking they're doing the right thing. And then the dirty laundry is, man, we go to church. We, we, I talk. I'm, I'm say that again. No, but that would be dirty laundry. Now it, it, it's almost norm to catch it in the hood when your mama on welfare and she twenty, twenty nine, and she got a fifteen year old kid that that's now you know following suit. That's that's more normal than what I'm talking about. When when he says dirty laundry, the dirty laundry is when you got a father in the house. You know, and the and the son turns you know, uh, t- turns gay or when the daughter turns become a lesbian or when the daughter, daughter comes up pregnant, that's real dirty laundry. Oh, we're, we're, we're tied payers. I mean, we pay tithes and we, and we in the church and we got positions in the church and here our 15 year old daughter come up pregnant. That's dirty laundry for real. That's what happened with, um, what's we call it? That's what happened with T.D.J. What happened with T.D.J.? His daughter was 14 when she got pregnant. Now that's dirty laundry. That's real. That's some real laundry right there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that until like recently. That um, his daughter was fourteen when she got pregnant, and you know she said, you know she made her own decision. You know she decided it wasn't neglect from her parents. I mean that's you know, and but nobody in his church, you know, would talk to the media. They wouldn't give them a, a inlet to uh, pervade the family. And um, because that's why. Why did they do that? Dirty laundry. Uh, say it again. That's dirty laundry right there. Sure, but 
here's the thing about dirty laundry. At some point, it has to be cleaned. Now, how you clean it depends on you and what kind of cleansing it needs. Sometimes airing it publicly is the only way to clean it. But when you when you are a person in power and you're thinking that, okay, I'm influencing millions of people, now what kind of example is it going to set for me or my flock if my daughter comes oh, yeah. out 14 with a baby? So now I have to hide from, I mean, I, can, I can't hide it from the 14,000 that comes to this Superdome every week. But I can't hide it from 14 million by controlling this 14,000. So, because yeah. I never heard that. I'm sure it crossed his mind. I remember he was doing an interview, I think, with Roland Martin, man. I, I saw, you can probably find it on YouTube, where he said, you know, it was, um, he, he said, you know, people suggested, well, you going to make him marry the, make her marry the boy? He said, you know, this, this whole thing is shotgun marriage. Like, what's that going to do? So now you're going to ruin a couple lives. And and try to fix something that really can't be fixed like that anyway. So, but what does he? What does that? What does it say to the to the men that's following him though? That lets them know. Look, man. I mean, if he wants to come out and have a sermon like Creflo Dollar did when he choked his daughter, well, the claim was he choked his daughter, but he, you know, they had family feud, and he was basically being the father and saying you're not going out. But if he wants to come out and say, look, you know, I have not. This is what makes him a a, a a a better pastor or a better preacher to let folks know he's normal. He got normal problems. Hey, I am a, a pastor and my schedule is busy, and unfortunately, this has caused me to neglect my family, and and it has passed on to my daughter, and this is a sacrifice that I have. I wished it, and I regret by choosing my church over my first church, which is my family. Now, if he was to come out with a sermon like that, how much more powerful would that man be? And that's cleaning your laundry for real. Yeah, yeah but that may not have been the truth, though. That, that is really, the girl is pregnant and he ain't been there. If he was there, that, she wouldn't get pregnant. That's the thing. But how, how much are you going to be there? Like, how often are you going to be there? you going to watch it day and night? Man, you're making millions of dollars for every from everywhere and, and you mean to tell me you can't say look here I'm finna spend the week with my family or my family going with me and y'all gonna do tutors you can, you can spend the money on some tutors and take your family with you everywhere you go you ain't that much church in your life let me take a little further and even go even further back into the archives back to March the 9th of 2010 it was another Tuesday we did a show and the topic for that night was abortion so if your teenage daughter got an abortion would that be considered dirty laundry if it got out oh yeah definitely oh yeah hey real quick Rodney let me ask you a question Uh, off topic do the Mm -hmm. um, do the recording automatically stop at 11 or 11.30 no 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 we no, we got until 12.30, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. But what about what about if the teenage daughter had a miscarriage? Would that be considered dirty laundry or no? Yeah. I mean, that's just follow-up, man, because, you, you know, miscarriage usually, you know, most people know you was pregnant at some level, 
So, you know, if I know you're pregnant in March, and now it's January the next year. What happened? I mean, well, yeah, what happened? What's, what's going on? Mm. <laughs> you know, that's that's some follow-up, but it's the pregnancy well, to start with. Hey, man, we that you were being birthed by. Exactly. Oh, changed. And I'm, and I'm glad you said that, CJ, because I want to drop a monkey wrench. It's 11 o'clock. I want to drop a monkey wrench. There we go, monkey wrench. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, we still got it. We still got it. But I want you all to listen to this. This is uh, 30 seconds, fellas. Slow development in the brains. 
it's, it's issues, but you see that more so, you, you hear about it, it's more prevalent out in Appalachian rural areas. Where you see that in the city um, or metro areas is is done where you see this thing with the dirty uncle or the nasty auntie versus brother and sister out there in the Appalachian country. Mm. Oh, wow. Like you have kids that refer to somebody as, you know, their brother dad. <laughs> and you were like, what? What? But it happens. I mean, it's, it's it's out there like that. In the city, in the metro areas, you have that, you know, that uncle who, you know, tried to sleep with somebody, his brother's or his sister's child, male mm-hmm. or female. That, mm-hmm. That's what you end up, that's the incestuous parts that you see. Um, and, yes, sometimes it ends up being more than that, but, more so the the pregnancy and the birthing of the offspring. That's more out in the Appalachian areas and countries, but it's dirty nonetheless. Where um, you from, bro? No comment. I'm from Philly, man. I went to school out in West Virginia. Oh, you know, I went to school out there, and um, it's just, again, it's like some things of life, man. Once you get past wherever you started from, You'll see life in a different angle. And, um, I mean, it's, you have areas out there where people live in what they call the mountain hollows. And it's really a saying mountain hollows, where it's basically just that. It's like a hollowing in the mountain where you have you go back like a half mile, a mile, mile and a half to uh, unpaved areas, man. There's people live out there. They got houses, you know, but it's like, it's, Beyond rural, it's beyond farm. It's it's like some otherworldly, and it's a different lifestyle. You know, mm. it's, it's, and after it's very, precious, is, yeah, and after precious is screening at the Sundance Festival in February of 2009, director, screenwriter, playwright, actor, producer, author Tyler Perry announced that he and Oprah Winfrey would be providing promotional assistance to the film. Now, some critics have claimed that all he does is air out dirty laundry, particularly about the goings-on in the black community. But what do y'all think about Tyler Perry and his work? Are you a fan of Tyler's work, or or do you agree with his critics that all he does is air out dirty laundry? I want to say that's all he does. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. What is Medea? (laughs) What is Medea? Yes, like, what is Medea as far as dirty laundry? You know that's that's the yeah, mental creation of of the of, of a imagery of something in the, in the neighborhood, but that's not dirty laundry. Nah. Mm-mm. I mean, what has he done that's been like you would consider an original piece? I mean, I mean, I mean, whether you think it's entertaining, you know, I guess is in the eye of the beholder. But I mean, nothing to me that he's done has been, you know, wasn't done prior, you know, to him by. You know John Singleton, or uh, you know, or Spike Lee, or you know, even you know a number of even uh, you know white directors. So I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I just think he has his uh, his area that he focuses on. His uh, you know, his movies are you know are always relative, have you know pretty low budgets, and uh, the return that he gets on them is you know extremely high. So I just think he sticks to uh, sticks to what he knows. He knows who you know the primary people that are going to be watching his films are. And so he focuses on issues he knows people can relate to. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's Aaron Dirty Laundry. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just his film niche. That's his niche. He's not going to be out there doing Scorsese or The Dark Knight type of movies, you know. And then for that regard, you're not going to see Christopher Nolan and them other people doing stuff like him. It's just his niche. He's expanding, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Family That Prays. I mean, that, that yeah, has drama elements to it, too, but that wasn't the that wasn't Medea-like. That was a different right. expansion. Yeah. yeah. And back in October of 2010, uh, one month before we did our show on teen pregnancy, uh, Tyler revealed on the Oprah Winfrey show that he suffered so much physical, sexual, and emotional abuse growing up that he tried to commit suicide. Tyler said his childhood in New Orleans was, quote, a living hell, and he recounted repeated verbal assaults and physical beatings from his father. Tyler said his father hated him so much, and he couldn't understand why. Tyler also said that he was sexually assaulted at age five or six by a neighbor, then by a male nurse in a hospital, then by yet another man in church. And Tyler said that the man in church used God and the Bible against him. Finally, Tyler was sexually assaulted by the mother of one of his friends. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think about all of this with, with Tyler's background? Well, I mean, he when you get to be in the public light, you know, automatically people try to start assigning things to you, whether it's the as big as that public light or local media, people start trying to sign things to you. And one of the first things you look at is who's on your arm. Don't see no woman on your arm. Wonder why. Must be gay. They did the same thing to Luther Vandross. They did the same thing to Queen Latifah and anybody else is out there. You don't see nobody for a while? The people that you name are gay. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, everybody you just named, I'm pretty sure is gay. Yeah, they are. I mean, you know... I mean, but but the but the point is, you know, when when people um, is at that extreme and they're about to either uh, jump off the jump off the roof and, and or, or pull the trigger, they have to have that uh, have an avenue of escape. And and if you don't have that avenue of escape, whether it's church or whether it's something, something they can trust and something they can hold on to, they have to have that. And I and I've met a couple of women. And a couple of dudes, you know, um, during that conference, you're going to meet, you guys are going to meet this 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 guy who went through the same thing. But you have to have have all your energy focused on a particular thing, and normally that one thing that you focus on is usually outstanding. It turns into a masterpiece, and um, and that's what people in big time businesses, corporations, you find presidents. Uh, all kind of successful people, if they make it out of that rut. And on the other hand. You'll find those guys that didn't make it out, and they they turn to drugs, and they they they, they turn to you know full on gay relationships, and and but it's either one extreme or another one, you know, and you don't find that many very successful stories because that's hard to come back from, especially if you used to trust so uh, you know trust your dad, and you was and, and you are you a female that trusted your dad, and if your dad did that to you, then. You know, you don't trust no man because you put all your trust in that man. Or if you're a little choir boy and you put your trust in the pastor or your mom and your parents trusted the pastor and they always took you over there and you run up on this, this problem that he's a, he's molesting you. 
you know, who do you turn to then because your mom ain't going to believe you? Uh, this, this kid about Michael Jackson, he came out uh, saying that, you know, I didn't want to say anything while he was alive because I I was told that there was nothing wrong with what he was doing. Yeah, you know, you know I, I don't know. I took the Mike Jackson, I took it with a lot of salt because you you end up having, it's been at least three cases where, you know, these kids come out and say, oh, yeah, this happened to me. And then it gets shot to pieces with facts, and then it goes away. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. When you, but I just you have people. I'm, just, I'm bringing up points that when the kids come out, or when people come out, where they actually are in their lifetime at that time, and, and some people using it as, as an excuse to escape or, or an excuse to use drugs, an excuse to do bad in their life and try to blame everybody else. But others, they, they, they use it and they take that and use it as energy to, to, to excel. And I think he's one of those brothers that used it to excel and put his story out. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he would have had the power we have now if he hadn't gone through what he did. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, Tyler. Do, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, he, he eventually found the inner strength to overcome and even forgive his perpetrators, but today he's haunted by rumors of being a homosexual. How is someone being gay or coming out of the closet considered dirty laundry? Now it's just, I don't know what it is now, dog. It's, it's almost become fashionable to be gay. I don't think it's like that uh, that basketball player, first NBA player that came out. Yeah, consider that as like dirty laundry because um, it's never happened before. However, yeah. uh, it's something he had to get off his chest because it could have been two different ways. He could have been blackmailed because he was about to get married. And it was like a couple of days before that's, he was going to get married. Dirty laundry of it. What he did to that girl is the dirty laundry of it. Yeah. yeah. There's a few areas that are still like sacred, so to speak, where it's gonna make news. Okay, so you've had a few football players who have come out being gay, but the reality is, your average person don't know them. It hasn't been RG3 or somebody else. You know, basketball, same thing. Most people, unless you really follow the sport, you never heard of the dude. This wasn't Kevin Durant. This right. was, you know, backup center, you know, three-point <laughs> dude. I'm saying that's what he is, you know. This is backup, backup. dude. This is an all-star. <laughs> I got my own video game cover, dude. Oh, all right. When you see yeah, he liked to back it up. He liked to back it up. Oh, man, I'll do that right. <laughs> <laughs> or um, the other one is the holy grail of the uh, the rapper, you know, the the rapper. We ain't seen that yet. You got plenty right. rumors and people talking for 20 years, man, about the gay rappers and, you know, mm-hmm. who knows who. But those are, again, back to your thing, people like to hear dirty laundry. You, you like to hear it. So yeah. if that day comes about and somebody says, yeah, you know, I just sold my five millionth copy of this album and I'm gay. Mm-hmm. That's going to create a firestorm immediately. It'll subside. Yeah. You know, some rappers then came out and said they were gay in so many words, but people, the public didn't pay attention to it. Like Lil Wayne, he came out and said on 106 in Park, he came out and kissed old boy in the mouth. And, 
you know, all these, a lot of those little rappers, they rappers and R&B singers, they have these relationships with these other men. It's like, uh, what was that that skinny dude name? Um, I forgot his name, but he 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 has a boyfriend, but it's not aired like that. And but it, it but it's it's widely uh, out there that that they are gay, but nobody is not saying anything because they like the love songs that they come out with. Yeah, like I said, you you don't you ain't had it out where Buster. You ain't had that kind of boom moment yet, and that's because you know that's just those last levels of you know what people are looking for that's going to wow you. You know, you used to be wow. Somebody said it was gay. Like, oh my god, wow, really? Now it's like, well, great. Don't you have a <laughs> hashtag and? Aren't you part? I'm, dude, straight up. Listen, I went down with my wife. Damn, I did a um, I did some uh, footage shooting for her down in Eden's Lounge down in Baltimore. Right, just a couple weeks ago. A lot of you not. If I'm lying, I'm frying. I was down there for about three hours. I could not count on one hand five straight males. Even the bouncer was sweet chucks. Like, the whole place is the whole place felt like I was in some kind of gay mixer. I was like, what? Like nobody was looking at my wife. Nobody. And back then, did y'all say Little Wayne was gay? Oh yeah, exactly. like I was like, what? What is? What is this man? It's like it was strange. And then I realized when I, I don't go around Baltimore much, but I was in gay district. And I say that because they have, you know, what the gay flag is, right? The rainbow flag. Yeah. All the businesses had it flying outside of their store. You had Dupont Circle or something? I don't know where I was at, dude. I know I was in, I was in Gayville. Every, I've never seen it before. Like, dash, you have flags outside of the liquor store, the the bookstore. Oh man, I was like, wow, they actually, it's like, now it's not even. Um, it's not even a closet thing, dude. It's just like it's just as acceptable as eating ice. Yeah, but back on back on June the fifth of two thousand twelve, it was a Tuesday, so of course we did another show, and that show was entitled "On the Download." I don't know if y'all remember that show. Um, and here we are, roughly one year later, talking about the other DL. Let me all get that tomorrow. So if a married man is on the down low, how is that considered dirty laundry? That's self-explanatory right there, Rodney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're rolling around in dirty laundry. (laughs) 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 Your whole city got ran around the car. It was a movie movie with, man, what was the name of that movie? Well, I can't talk to her. It was a movie that this guy, he was all all these guys were black, and it was called on the, the DL. Man? Huh? Was it the bet? You talking about the best man or no? No, I'm not talking about the bet man. He he wasn't gay in the best man, but it was a movie with uh, uh, these these actors. Um, it came out r- real star cast, but you know it, they had a signal when even if they was married, they signaled to the next guy whether they was gay or not. And, and in passing, and then they end up finding each other's, finding out each other's number afterwards, you know. But and it was, a, and I was like, wait a minute, are y'all trying to show us something subliminally to, to, to show us, you know, how do they, uh, how do they, how do they communicate? 
but if you're straight, you're not paying no attention to that. Wow. You know, I mean, so it, it's like they got a they got they got they got their own code almost. You know, and we being being straight men have to you know. I got I got I have to wear my ring everywhere I go. So I I'm not trying to get stereotyped as being gay, and I don't really care. But I I, I just I mean you know in this area it's like everybody wondering if you are just because you're not married. Yeah man. Yo, the ring now ain't nothing but jewelry, dog. No, man. <laughs> you, you might just get you some jewelry, man. It's like, just, hey, right. we all got a ring. <laughs> That's something new, because I, I never thought of it that way. Man, I'm done. I found out. You're not having a ring. I, and I oh, yeah, man. That, that makes you even more appealing. <laughs> well, you got nice fashion sense. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it means nothing no more. I mean, that that used to be, you know, again, this is the society wearing itself down over the decades. That used to mean something, you know, the yeah. the wedding ring. Now, yeah. you know, the, every every physical aspect of what you think of as marriage has been recategorized and altered. Everything. Yeah, now, let me help. I can have my own ceremony. I can have all of it. Yeah, let me help you there. Um, this is another clip. But let me help. Let me add some texture to what you're saying. 30 seconds, fellas. What's that? The largest social media inventor since Zuckerberg is looking to invest in my company. You run Landover Park. You run there? Every Saturday. With your shirt off? So all the pretty girls could notice you. Oh, you notice me, Rhonda. How long you guys been married? Six years. I've known him for 19. He's the only guy you've ever built with. We're very compatible. You have nothing to compare it to. The second year in a row, Brett. I'm sorry. My husband forgot my birthday. Does he even notice you anymore? If you want me, then you say it. On the first day of a... Imagine me running into you. The future If I had a woman like you, I wouldn't miss a thing. Hey, you must be Bryce, right? Yeah. Harley. I fell down and Harley helped me out. See you later. Nice to meet you. Anyway. What are you dreaming about? I don't really dream anymore. What are you dreaming about? You. I've never seen you act like this. Talk to me. Do this. Now, March of 29th of this year, Tyler Perry released his 13th film called Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. Has anybody seen that movie? Hey, let me ask a question. Have you seen it? Because that sounds like a preview. I have not, uh, Tony. And uh, <laughs> thank you for just putting me out there, but I have not seen the movie. I, I, I did notice I did notice that it, it came out on DVD today. So I, I will be catching it on demand. Thank you, Tony. I told you I have not. You got your dirty laundry aired out. You didn't watch the movie. <laughs> that's that's right, the movie I told y'all. Y'all was going to be mad when you see it. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it was. It was pretty good. I thought I heard it was pretty good. Was it bad? You know, it's a good movie, but y'all going to be mad. Just remember, y'all going to be mad. Yeah. One of those movies that, that pissed brothers off. <laughs> Yeah, and we were talking. To, we were just talking about you know being on the down low, you know where a man is cheating on his wife, you know with another man. But what about 
cheating with another woman? Is infidelity in a marriage considered dirty laundry? Not really anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no? I mean, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. It's so freaking common. It's not dirty. It's just a change of clothes. <laughs> I mean, you hear somebody cheating nowadays, and it's like, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be surprised? <laughs> but I mean, who who here really thinks that their wife can't get God? Anybody? Anybody think their wife nope. is untouchable? Yep. Anybody? <laughs> you say yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give you an example because whoever whoever thinks wife is untouchable is that what you're saying? That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Nah, I don't, I don't think my wife can be guy. I don't think my wife can be guy. Nah, like I, the I, game has not been invented yet. Nah, not that one. Nah. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to come with magic. You're going to have to come with some actual real warrior Merlin magic to have a yeah. job. There you <laughs> yeah, go. You, you, and I will shoot you before you get a chance to show her the trick. So <laughs> nah, I ain't going to shoot you. <laughs> I got a chance. <laughs> but and you know it's easier than anything than y'all think, brother. brother. Right, exactly. Because just a I few mean, weeks like ago, says, man, I'm sure there's a lot of women that come across as uh, that come across as faithful, and probably are faithful. But hey, just wrong time, a wrong time of the month. You know what I mean? Their their hormones are kicking. You know they came around somebody. They got into an argument with you. You know they're feeling vulnerable. Oh man, I guarantee you, there's no such thing as a woman that can't be got. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it can happen. Well, this is what I believe. Let me, let, me, let me say why I say what I say, okay? I believe what I said because if I believe the, the what Tony just said, if I believe that way, then I'm never going to trust her to the point where I need to trust her in order for her to go take care of business like she take care of business. Now, if I if I was to, if I always had my, you know, I'm, I'm going to trust her 99.999%, Okay. Now, then, does that mean I don't trust her a hundred? Uh, of course not, because if if something happens, then that means I can't live without her. But if I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing as a husband, and I'm practicing what I'm preaching, and I'm doing, there is no reason for her to go anywhere. But you know, I know that with the faith and the confidence that I have in myself to to be a godly man to her, and I treat her like she's supposed to be treated. I don't. There's no reason for me to think that she would go anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. No, I got you. I I hear you on that. My whole my whole point is, um, I guess you know, there's a there's a number of people that just think, hey, no way, no how it could ever happen. I mean, there's a difference between, hey, there's a there's a pretty low chance of it happening, but don't think that even uh, you know, if you're doing you know everything that you should be doing in your Bible, in your faith, and you know, you slip up one time, or you know, you you just have a argument. Or you just um you know it's just just the wrong freaking day you know I've heard I think I've I've heard a number of people uh, on this call say just don't think your wife can't get it never be naive enough to think that hey that one mistake you made or you know hey not even necessarily one mistake you made that one thing you didn't follow up on I mean it's just this is one of those things that can just happen because you know we're all imperfect creatures but I, I certainly you mess with a, what if you mess with a 
woman, if you're messing with a woman and you you got a scar one on your hand, then yeah, I, I, I'm I'm feeling everything you're saying because she gonna get you back and make you feel what what she felt when you did what you did. But if you're doing what if you're doing your woman the right way and you ain't messing up in that way, now you're gonna foul up, but not cheat on her. You can't say, hey, I, I made a mistake and I accidentally slipped off into another woman. If you try that game, then she can, she can play that one better than you can. Yep. But if well, you're coming at her and well, that, that's why I'm going to tell you, don't go see that movie. Don't go so see you're that. Gonna <laughs> but, uh, uh, what's the name of it again? Don't, the, don't go see temptation. the movie Temptation because you're going to be mad. Because you know what the husband did? Don't mm. talk. I'm sorry. I want to see this now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Don't spill it. Don't spill it. I'm saying, no. saying y'all going to be mad, and y'all going to remember this conversation and remember what Darren just said. And it's I want y'all to look at the husband. It's I, I hear you, but it's realistic. It happens every day. Really? Uh, we yeah. looking at every that tomorrow, baby. Day. We looking at They got it on DVD starting today. Every uh, day. Oh, you oh, can see baby, how bro. it happens every day. Yeah, and okay. I give you, I give you a perfect praise, example. Right? Hmm? The movie yeah. the fan that, that praised with Tyler Perry and uh yep. Late Thon and you know, was cheating yep. with the uh with the white guy. Yeah, with but her, she, with was her white boss, from she was trifling from the credits though. She was trifling from the credits. Yeah, I'm just saying, he was a good man though. And I mean right, what reason would you have to think that his wife was cheating on him? Because she right. was she was she was in mentality from the jump. As soon as the credits started, her eyes were shifty. We knew that. He didn't know that. Right. That but that's because he's an idiot. <laughs> he was blind. He was an idiot. And well, some is funny, but there are people like that. There are people I mean, who are just I'm blind. Let me are give we, you an I mean, There's a number of people that, that have been uh, cheated on that, I mean, you just, I mean, I'm sure they might people might call you an idiot or they might call a woman an idiot for not knowing, but, I mean, if you just don't know, you just don't, you just didn't know. I mean. Man, if you okay, if a woman, if you ask your woman, what do you want from me to make you stay at home and not cheat? And if she says, okay, I want you to go to church with us, I want you to pray with me, I want you to communicate with me, I want you to date me, and you know, I, I just want you to love me, you know, like I love you, and I want you to reciprocate it. If you cover those five things, but you know, you can't. Now, I'm not saying a man can't cover because you can't cover those. Go uh, those uh, thoroughly without having God first, okay? But if you try to cover all those things and you make an attempt, even if you're faking it, she ain't going nowhere. She's okay, not going to look. Now look. Now, now, now look, now look. Now you know how you you always give CJ a hard time because when CJ say he's going to get married, man, everything's going to be lovely <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> now you see, give him a hard time. Yeah, CJ you, say he always going to get booty every day. And that's okay, not now fun. you. You sound like you sound why, like why you, you sound doubt, like that. Why now? do you doubt my? <laughs> <laughs> Get him, CJ. <laughs> Get him. Get him. CJ said, "You're not coming to bed with no pajamas on." That's it. That's it. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, Darren. You sound like you sound like that right now. And why I'm, you say I, that? why you say that? I'm rooting for CJ. I want him to have all of that. Oh, I'm we all, everybody on this phone is rooting for him. But look, you sound like that right now. I mean, okay, why you say that? Kind of, because it's kind of unrealistic. I mean, I hear what you're saying. But you're saying a woman's needs could be be fully met and she'll still go cheat on her husband. That's yeah. a yes. flighty chick, dog. Yes. Oh, that's a flighty. Yeah. So that's what would be the 
cause? What would be the cause? Just because she's bored? What would be the cause? It don't matter. I mean, it could be because she's human. That's the cause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could be doing everything. You could be knocking it out of the park. You know, dating her. You know, praying with her, all that stuff, and she still cheat on you because she's human. You know what I say? You know what I say? Just be glad that you're the one still hitting it. And I know it's 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 wrong because <laughs> it's marriage. No, but no, I mean, no. I'm saying it's 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 so it if there ain't no neglect there. You mean to tell me a woman, not a scorned woman, but a woman just bored out of her mind, that would be the reason for her to go cheat on this. So first of all, you're going to tell me that 100% of the time you're on your game? 100% Uh of the time? Uh No. I didn't say I was on my game. I I know I'm not on mine 100%. I know I'm I'm not on mine. I'm not so far off of it that I'm naive to to think that, that I'm going to cause her to go cheat. Or cause her to be scornful towards me, or cause her to be thinking that, hey, you out here cheating, so I'm finna go out here and do my thing. But but it doesn't have to be a scornful thing. It doesn't. Oh yeah, it's gonna have to be some get back. It's gonna have to be. Oh, you know, this dude hit me, so I'm finna go get some comfort. Or you know, it. I, I believe that. Now, now, if I'm not eating, if my wife want to go and get another man, then go ahead, cause I'm a good catch too. So look, so look, so look. Let me. Let me throw this question out. Can I just throw this question out to the group? Go ahead. Has anybody has anybody slept with a married woman? No. Accidentally. Accidentally. Okay, accidentally. I heard that. I heard that. So 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 when when it happened, did it matter what the relationship was with the husband? If it happened, well, I mean, see, I didn't work until after the fact, and I was uncomfortable with that because I, I never lived that way. I never wanted to live that way where I was going to mess with my house. Ask her why she cheated. Why she cheating on her man? So you don't well, care. Well, I ne- no. Listen, listen to me. But I, I found out because I had to ask because it made me uncomfortable, and it was revenge. So what was her answer, CJ? It was revenge. It was resentment. It was a reason. It wasn't, well, I'm out here bored. I just don't like my husband no more. He got a small penis. Well, it was, it was there, something wrong. There's always going to be something. Either he's oh, wrong. Oh, he's not. about men. How many men have great wives or great girlfriends, and they just go out and cheat because, you know, I mean, they just see something else that they are attracted to. It's just that simple. I mean, men don't get me, me, a Women don't give it out like that, though, you know? The brother just said it's that simple. It's that simple. It's a reality of life, man. You could get cheated on. Look, look, look. Look, I think of what's the boy named Eric Benet, right? And what did everybody in America say? Every black man is like, yo, how in the world? How are you going to cheat on Holly Berry? Berry. Now, we say that, but what you don't really know is what happens behind closed doors. You don't know what kind of relationship they got. Oh, you see the videos. You hear the songs. But that don't mean that the videos and songs are going on in a relationship. And Martis, 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 huh? I'll give you another example. And I'll give, I give you an example that from 2013, because Eric Benet, he's old news. But just a few weeks ago, rumors were swirling around the net about Jay-Z's new song, Holy Grail. I think you said something about the Holy Grail too, Martis, um, 
earlier. Yes, but yeah. uh-huh. before before the new album, I see, I remember that. But see, before the new album, Magna Carta, Holy Grail even dropped, you know, this song was supposed to be about Jay's love-hate relationship with fame. But according to the streets, according to the streets, Jay-Z is supposedly using a double metaphor about B, supposedly cheating on him. Now, I'll let him tell you. This is only 10 seconds. I'll let him tell you what, you know, what, what it be like. All that money blows. All the pigeons take flight. Fuck the fame, keep shaking on me. What I do, I took a back. Pull me twice, that's my back. I can even blame her for that. But as soon as all the money blows, all the pigeons take flight, keep the fame, keep cheating on me. What I do, I took her back. So what do y'all think about this? Now, this is Beyonce. Y'all talking about Halle Berry. We're talking about Beyonce. We were talking about Kelly Rowland in the beginning. but Now, this speculation that we're talking about, Beyonce, because earlier this year, I remember she was getting mad and calling him from the club saying, you better be home by 12 because he was out at the club. And that was on the radio. That wasn't no rap song. That was a, I heard, did you hear what Beyonce did? She told, this is when she was pregnant. And she told Jay-Z to be at home by 12 and he was at his club. Mm. Now, so put it all out there. It, it was retaliation again from him doing something to her, and she probably retaliated. And all of this, like I said, is speculation. That I just don't believe yeah. it's going to go out there and spread herself thin because her husband is doing absolute. He's an absolutely perfect husband at home. I I, I just don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, yeah. look, until one don't come up like yeah. Now what? And, 
Yeah, that was our brother Ike. He's, yeah, he's not here this evening, but that that was his first topic, um, co-hosting. Um, first topic, my mistress is HIV positive now. What? Yeah, yeah. Sound like an Ike topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Controversy. So, yeah, exactly. So what about, you know, what about the man that's out here cheating and comes back home with a dirty dick? Mm. Yeah. He in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you got to get, you get your excuses lined up correctly for that, man. <laughs> like, you got you to gotta work that out somehow. Like, man, I think something hereditary, something broke out of my family chromosome, something. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. You know, blame it on the dirty tap water or something. Hey, bad soap. Uh, bad reaction to the alkaline in the water. I don't know. <laughs> come up with something, dog. You're coming up with all kinds of stuff. Hey, you, I'm reaching, something reaching hard, man. I'm getting up in the middle of the night, you know, I'm going to start shaking and, and pour some water on my head and start sweating. I'm going to come up with something. Mm. But, I mean, that's just, uh, that, that's just, that's a risk you take. That's, that's a risk right. you take. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's right. What are the, Ronnie, what do they say the percentages are? You probably looked this up before, but I think it's something like, I mean, they say it's it's over 50% of marriages in, in a divorce. But as far as the infidelity figure, I think it's something uh, to the effect of like 50 or 60% of men uh, have, uh, you know, or take part in infidelity, and I think it's like 40% of women. The numbers are freaking staggering. So, I mean, my whole point is that, that you know, all those women that, that are getting married that are cheating, they they aren't they weren't necessarily quote-unquote whores. I mean, I think those are people that... I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying they, they was the ones who cheated. I'm saying the ones who cheated, they it was some. It started out like some kind of retaliation. If the man ain't sexing them at home, it was a lacking somewhere. It wasn't because it was a lacking nowhere. It was because it was a lacking somewhere. So I'm going to tell you like Chris Rock said, a man is limited to his opportunities. He is faithful as his opportunities, well, or as his options in most cases. His options. <laughs> right, so if, he, if he's going, if a, if a woman is fine, everything can be going on good at home. But if a woman pursue him and she looking like, uh, you know, one of these celebrity Beyonces, or she she just pursuing him because she's Model S type. He gonna take it nine times out of ten. Ain't talking about me. Yeah, they ain't talking about you. I like how you got that out there. Uh, my wife is sitting <laughs> in the bed with me. <laughs> but let me let me. So what about a woman? Why is it the same with a woman? You know, a woman yeah. has some better a uh, better option or a better looking man to come along. You know what I mean? And you know, kind of uh, you know, make not, her. Uh, he's not a. I mean, I don't think they. I mean, women look at men and say, "Oh, yeah, oh, she probably comment, but you, you drop, you let him drop his pants in front of her. She'll be like, no, no, she probably look, but she ain't going to go at it. But a man, a, a woman drop her pants in front of him, he's like, oh, is that what it is? All right, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me nah, help you, Darren. Nah, nah. This, this, oh, man, <laughs> I just, I done listened to and I done talked to a number of women that had willfully admit they cheat on their husbands. Good Did they say why? Just yeah, not, I'm not give you a reason. All. Just you know, just oh. bad habits, just imperfect creatures. You know, I oh, talk to people who you know who have sisters and says, "Oh yeah, she has a real nice man. Treats her really good. Cheats on her. No particular reason. Yeah. Just imper- imperfect creatures." 
Let me give you a reason. That's a rap right what there. You right. But what about the woman who cheats because her husband can no longer get it up? You know, it's a man that has erectile dysfunction considered dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, hold no. on, hold on. Let me tell you something, man. We just had <laughs> we just had this conversation today. My mom divorcing her husband, right? Because because he he can't he he didn't tell her that he thought she was he was telling her that I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm not gonna have sex with you until we get married. And then they got married. And I I think I told y'all this, but um, they actually get a divorce now because he 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 lied to her and said you know. Um, um, you know, yeah, I would, I, I don't, I can't get it up, you know, and so now they get a divorce because they never constituted marriage, huh? Rightfully so, rightfully so. I agree with her. Yeah, I do. I do too. I'm just saying I was excited because I was happy about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I never. Did, I, thought he was shady, and I was like, man, this dude, something wrong with him, you know, and, you know, come on now. All he got is his hat and his behind, and he coming in your house? I don't know about that one. Mm. <laughs> you know, but but if he if, if a man normally got a reptile dysfunction, I mean, you know, women can probably hang in there for a little while if he's trying to please her, but, you know, or she's going to try to help him if they've been in the marriage. Now, if they, if, if they come in the marriage like that, that's one thing, but if over time and y'all been in the marriage for 25, 30 years and time, mm-hmm. things happen, that woman going to work with him. Hey, get the blue pill, baby. I heard about this. She going to try to help him out. She ain't going to do it. Man, I don't want to know what women you mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I describing, bro. So you Talk to Wait, wait, wait. Y'all out there, man. I just don't. Let me get this in. Didn't he say that sex ends anyway after getting married? So, Uh-oh. oh, yes. Uh-oh. Wait, what did he say? What, what's the difference if you say, you say it's going to change, sex ends? So, what's the difference whether he can or he can't as long as he treats your mom right? I'm not hearing what he's saying, man. Well, can y'all somebody tell me what he's saying? He just said, didn't you say that sex changes after marriage, so what's the difference anyway? Because every once in a while, he he asked another question. Now, we're talking about, that's two different things that we're talking about. If we're if we're in a relationship and we have a normal sex life and then things go, go south for, for, I would say my relationship, if things go south for me and I'm after, so my, I, I would hope that she would work with, I would only think that she would work with, she just not go, oh, limp thing, I'm out. You know, they ain't going to say that. They ain't, ain't no woman just going to be in love with a man after 10, 15, 20 years and say, limp dick, I'm out of here. They ain't going to just do that. Now, one, now, a dude might say, look, you know, you on that hospital bed and and you can't service me. Now, a man might do it before a woman do it, but a, a woman would go at a man and he paralyzed from the waist down, and she'll be with him because she love him. That's just their name. What do you mean these women, bro? Dude, man, where are you not meeting them? You you on this call? We ain't, we ain't talking about hood rats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about regular women, man. I'm 
talking about regular women that are just just as imperfect creatures as we are. They have more sexual nerves in their bodies than we do, bruh. But you're talking Dr. like I'm trying to roll out like we as fast as what we would. They ain't gonna roll out as fast as us. Yeah, they they're just not died. overrun by their ment- by their sex drives. And then another thing, if she, especially if we gonna get paid on a retirement plan, they definitely ain't going nowhere because they love security. Ah, yeah, okay. Now, now you know what we need to want one. I would just say this, regardless of what the reason, you turn up impudent and, you know, you've been sexually active with your wife after 15 years, I wouldn't be as as confident as you're, as you're sounding if I'm any guy. I'm not talking about you. I'm not. You know what? I'm not saying. I'm not saying you ain't gonna have no problems. But what I am saying is, it it would. She just wouldn't go out there and start cheating. With I mean, it it has to. Especially if she's in love with you now. Right. Some some situations it might happen, but I really think that we can't make a judgment call from a woman's perspective. That's not fair to them because we're not giving them a voice. And, and they probably would lie if they was on the phone, some of them. But, <laughs> but some of them would really tell the truth. They, they would exactly. stay with their man because they know that man is going to treat them right whether they're having sex with him or not. Would you stay with your wife if she says it's no longer something I even care for? I listen, don't want to have sex. Listen, I am not going to... Sit up here because sex is a huge part of marriage. I'm not going to say it's that is the, that's probably the pinnacle, all right. But what I am saying, if something happens to one of us because of a medical reason, then she's it, we're more apt to stay together. Vice just saying, look, I'm turning off the faucet and I ain't giving it to you no more. That's that. No, you ain't gonna do that. You know what I mean? But if it's a medical okay. reason, okay. Okay, is not going to leave a man because of a medical reason. I just don't see that. I don't believe that. But listen, listen, listen. It don't even have to be a medical reason. Men, a man, a married man's number one complaint is what? Not getting enough. Not getting enough chicken. Exactly, exactly. So some married men, you know, um, um, not get enough in their house. But okay. that don't mean that the sex drive for the woman is gone. She may just not be bringing the sex drive. She may just not be bringing the sex drive home. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't know. We think that we the bomb. We doing everything we supposed to be doing, and yada 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 yada, stroking our own ego. But there's there's the woman that's looking somewhere else, and she ain't just giving it to you. It's not a coincidence. I mean, okay, think about us, right? Mm-hmm. If we're not having sex with our wives, it's because we having sex with somebody else. Okay, right or wrong. Probably. That's, I would I would say so. I wouldn't know, but I would say so. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you. I mean, if you you may be tired, you may have just bust one on the way in, and you come home, she wants to tell me, but oh, honey, I'm tired. So you're talking about a cheating not, husband? Yes, because if you're not tired, you are going to have sex with your wife. That okay, so we're talking thing. about a cheating husband. So we're talking about a circumstance of a that a husband that's cheating on his wife that just busted a nut and he walks in the house and say, "Hi, honey, I'm home." That's what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Don't leave it no, out. About a cheating husband and a cheating wife. Oh well, you already got. So they already cheating on each other. No, what I'm saying is, see, you all you're looking for a reason why it can happen. Okay. You may not know the reason. We may not know the reason, but I'm t- I'm flipping it back to the man side of it, right? So oh, okay. for men, because we always ready to have sex with our wives. Is that correct? That's true. I'm which. Yeah. So what would yeah. be the time that we're not ready? 
when we already had some. Thank you. Right. So yes, now, 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 flip it to the wife. She's not always ready like we are, right? Right. That's not okay, because so she already make her not same reason. That's not for the same reason. Okay. What What are the she other reasons? She's always ready to have sex because she don't feel like it. She had a long day with the kids. She's exhausted from work. She just got finished cooking. She's tired or got a headache. You know all those excuses, but that doesn't mean she, I'm not... I'm not going to lift one eyebrow like The Rock and be like, you cheating on me? You know, I'm not going to, I don't. I wouldn't think that. Right. I understand that because that's how they do. We ain't going to think that. And I'm not saying that, th- that, that, that that's what's happening, but we can't be naive to the fact either. If we come home after cheating, what are we going to say? Man, I've been working hard all day. I stopped at the gym. I ain't got no energy. Oh, my goodness, I got to get up in the morning. I got to do this. Every excuse in the book. You know what? But the wife, but your wife... If you come in with those excuses, and if you really are tired, let's say you haven't even had no other woman, and you ain't bust no nuts, and you you full of cum and all that other stuff, but you just tired, and you're going to hook up in the morning, and she her ego is going to kick in. Because if she horny, her ego is going to kick in and say, you know what, I'm going to make something happen. And if she go down there and smell some other woman on you in trouble, if she come oh. to hope, if even if she smells soap, and you've been all, out all day, you claim, oh, you're still in trouble. Wait a minute, what you had to wash off? You, did you, when did you take a shower? You just got home. So you're in, tru- you in trouble either way. If you, don't, if you come in smelling like nothing but dirty balls, if you got something else on you, she going to know. So what so, you're saying is no matter what, we don't have an out. We got to perform, right? Exactly. Because that's what unless, we're used to. Unless we, we got we're used to if we're used to that, you just said a woman, we always ready, and your woman know that all she got to do is wink at you and you and you rock hard whether you sleepy or not. And now all of a sudden you just can't get it up, and she messed around, she fundling you and all these things, and you still not doing Come on, man. And she know you? She said all I got to do is blow on him, and he going to get hard as a rock. I don't care how long he been working or if he been working 12 or 16-hour days. All if I got okay. is all right. my right. is so, on. Okay, so now the, the question I'm going to ask you is who's really in control? Because if we tell them that and they give us that whole third degree and be like, it's not possible, you got to perform. But when they come home and say, I'm tired, we be like, okay. okay. You, we, just, we just talking about men and we're talking about women. They know that we're always ready for them. They already know that. So it ain't about a control. It's just who we are. Yes. So, again, you said that we come home, we say we tired, that don't fly. Not if she know that, okay, if she horny and she know, well, okay, he tired, huh? I'm going to see. I'm going to really see how tired he is. And if you don't get up, it's like, yo, well, it's going to be some questions if we... But you're right, but do we do that to them? That's the point. I'm oh, we don't to. do that to them. They say, I'm tired. We'd be like, okay, honey, maybe yeah, 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 because we always tomorrow. ready. Because we always ready. Because we always ready. So, But we never stop to think, hmm, I wonder why she always tired. wonder why she always <laughs> got a headache. wonder why she always and, ain't ready. wonder why there's always and, a kid excuse. I wonder why there's always this, and I just be like, all right, go to bed. Well, I got to go look at some pornography. I'm trying to figure it out. How can we don't question that? Because <laughs> it ain't nothing, because she ain't cheating on us. <laughs> okay, all right. But she's not always ready like we are. 
if I'm if if you if I like when I go home, when I come out of the room and, and before I get up, I'm used to smelling biscuits and bacon. All right. Now, and even though my mom come here, I'm still gonna be used to smelling biscuits and bacon, even if we in my house. So if I get up one morning and my mom is in the house and I don't smell biscuits and bacon, I'm what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? So it's like a norm. If it's a norm for somebody to know that you're you're apt to doing something or you're apt to be ready every time they wink at you, and then all of a sudden she can't even get you hard, that's a problem. Now, if it's if it's a norm for you to come home and she say, I'm tired, I've been messing with the kids out all day, that becomes a norm. So you can't say, well, you tired? Wait a minute, you cheating on me? No, you can't do that if it's a norm. It's a norm for us to stay hard. But if it's if she if you come in and it's abnormal and you're not hard, oh, you gonna have a problem. So why isn't it the norm for them? I'm just I'm just making a statement. When, you know when 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 it once was. So you think women's back. sexual needs aren't as aren't as big as men's are? Is what you is what okay. you think? Okay. Yeah, that that could be. We're not in the mood. We up to no good. They not in the mood. Oh, it's just another day. <laughs> Yeah, CJ. <laughs> Can I go back to Kelly Rowland for a minute, for a second? As yeah, we, yeah. Only got a few minutes left. Got about thirty minutes left here, and uh, but I want to go back to Kelly for a second. We're talking about dirty laundry. Good, good chat, fellas. But um, ten seconds, fellas. Especially if you're in church, uh, that you're beating on your wife, or you know that you got what about a problem. If you're not in church. What about if you're not in church? Well, that's your woman, man. I mean, you know, everybody know that's your woman, and you know, you you, you don't want your want you don't want your wife to go out there with all these bruises on her. It don't matter if you were in church or not in church, it, you know. But still, it just you know that ain't a good look for you because that, that that labels you as a that put a label on yourself. You know what I mean? And you don't want to be labeled like that. Or men, yeah, you know, women, women abuse men, men these days, uh, these days too. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's probably a lot, uh, lot more common than you, than you would think. But I guess to the point, yeah, it's, it's, it's dirty laundry. I mean, it, it, it shows, uh, uh, it, you know, it's, it shows anything that shows instability, you know, within a relationship, you know, it's uh, dirty laundry. So, you know, just the stigmatism that goes along with, you know, with violence in relationship, I mean that can have an effect over on your, uh, you know, on your job, on your, on your livelihood. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Kelly's biological father 
left her and her mom when she was a child. Uh, Kelly said that she wanted to be a daddy's girl so bad. So does the fact that her father left her when she was a child have any bearing on her relationship choices as an adult? You know, she sang about that she was in an abusive relationship. Did her father walking out on her when she was seven, you know, her wanting to be a daddy's girl, did that have, have any bearing on her relationship choices as an adult or no? Not only the choices, but what she will allow. Right. It's not only her choices, but what she will allow in that relationship because she's going to want that what she didn't get from her father. She figures she'll mm-hmm. get it from a man who the first man says, I love you. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And her father, um, until recently, hadn't seen Kelly since she was seven. And he admitted that his failure to provide for his family, his, his drinking problem, and his vicious temper tore his family apart. Her father said this, and I quote, When I lost my job at a transportation company, I sank into a depression about money and began drinking more and more. The failure to provide for my family fueled an anger that I'll be ashamed of until my dying day. It wasn't physical between me and Kelly's mom, but there were many days and nights when Kelly would be bawling her eyes out, clutching my leg, begging me. That image of her begging me to stop will haunt me forever, end quote. Kelly remembers her dad being drunk and aggressive towards her mom, but not towards her. Kelly mm-hmm. says she forgave him a long time ago, and I think they, they just reunited a couple of years ago. But her father has battled alcoholism most of his adult life. Mm-hmm. Has anybody had to deal with the dirty laundry of alcoholism in the family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the day, man, for for a black man just to hold it down a job, you know, um, unfortunately, um, the only outs that they had was alcohol, drugs, or or uh, uh, molestation, you know, uh, molesting other people's kids or all these other issues that they have, and and that was just unfortunate in our community because it was so common, and it was on a hush hush, you know what I mean, and um and at time, you know, like my dad, he was an alcoholic. My real dad, he he was an alcoholic, and that's why I vowed to never take a drink because I seen what that did to him, and everything he did while he was drunk became accept, acceptable because his excuse was, "Well, I didn't know I was incoherent, I didn't know what I was doing," you know, and that became you know acceptable, you know. Mm. But you said, Darren, you said the the hush hush, you know, keeping things on on the hush hush, and you know, as we get close to shutdown time here. Does your wife have loose lips? Well, well that uh, didn't yeah. come out right. Well, that didn't come out right. What I, what I mean is, yeah, can you trust yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but can can you he trust your him. wife? Yeah, can you trust your wife, your soulmate, to keep private matters that only y'all should know a secret? Nah, nah. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can tell her all I want to, to to not say anything, but. If it, if it's bothering her enough, and if I don't want to hear it, and I was like, you know, that shouldn't be that shouldn't nothing be said about that, then you know, if she's not, if I'm say, if I say I'm done with the conversation, 
and she's really not done with the conversation, but she ain't going to talk to me no more about it. She's going to talk to somebody. Mm. Mm. But if I ask your wife, could she trust you with your private matters, how do you think she will respond? She will definitely say yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't talk to nobody but y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, real talk, fellas. Real talk. Real talk. Has anybody has anybody ever had a conversation with their wife about which topics are private versus public? Hmm. I haven't. <clears throat> They're all private in my house. But what about this? Has anybody had a conversation with their children about which topics are private versus public? And I say this because my oldest daughter cannot keep a secret. I mean, literally, if we, if we buy some new furniture, you know, the, the first time that we're on the phone with Grandma, she's, hey, Grandma, you know, guess what we did? We we, we just bought some new furniture. You know, I mean, it's, it, no matter what it is, she cannot hold a secret. I mean, just just forget about it. But has anybody ever had a conversation with their children, set their children down and say, you know, you know what, this is private, you know, don't let this, you know, go beyond these four walls here in our house. Has anybody yeah. had a conversation with their children? Go ahead. Yes, yes. How did that go, sir? I had, well, I mean, you know, um, there was a time where my, um, and back to the Facebook thing, my daughter was um, using Facebook too much. And I said, you can't put all your business out there. You gotta, you know, some of your things. I said, some of your pictures. You gotta understand, people are gonna be looking at that. You can be applying for jobs at some point. People are gonna be looking at your profile. I said, some of these things you have to keep to yourself. I said, certain things that happen in the house, keep to yourself. They're not everything is not for everybody. You know, mm. so you know, I mean, you have to, you gotta let them know. But sometimes they don't know. Maybe your daughter doesn't know that it's not cool to tell grandma that y'all bought this furniture. You know what I'm saying? Because they want to they want to share good news. Hey, we got new furniture to sit on. It's good news. She wants to tell people. You know what I mean? But you have to really tell them. You know, before you go out, consult with us. Before you go out spreading, you know, news about the house. I don't know, but anyway, I think it's a good conversation to have because I think teenagers just don't or kids just don't know the importance of keeping certain things. You know. Behind closed doors. Mm, good words. Good words. Well, some things you don't even think that you have to tell them on. They, you, you, it's just expected. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't expect my daughter to go around, you know, telling people that I spanked her behind, you know, and get CPS called. I didn't expect that. I thought that you know she knew I, I, I loved her and had her back enough. To know that, you know, that wasn't for me trying to hurt you. That was for me disciplining you. And just because you were rebelling against my discipline, you know, you're going to go out and tell somebody, now you got something else coming. So uh, I, I just I, I believe that they, they understand what's not to be said. You know, that's why you have so many people that, that, that have these uh, uh, sexual things happening to them in their home that is is kept on the low for so long because they understand that hey man I don't want this to get out I mean they even at a young age they understand this is wrong they already know it's wrong you know and and they just some of them choose not to say anything mm-hmm. 
What I want to, as, as we take this final lap here, <clears throat> I want to switch gears final time. Does God know about our dirty laundry? Yes, sir. Does he care about our dirty laundry? No. Does he care? That's powerful. I don't think he... When it comes to judgment, no, he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't hear you, what you say? When it comes to him judging us, he doesn't. But he cares as far as us. Uh, going in whatever direction we're going in. It's not God-like or right. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I say that because a church in, in Coral Springs, Florida, by the name of Church by the Glades, has designed a website which is kind of like a clothesline of sorts. Their site is a safe place for people to air out their dirty laundry anonymously. So if you go onto their site, cbglades.com, you'll see men and women alike confessing their sins from having affairs to struggling with a crack of cocaine addiction to being addicted to porn. And the church's motto is this, no perfect people allowed. So what do you all think about a website where people can anonymously Post their dirty laundry online. What do y'all think about this? That means household stress got some work. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> I said yeah, that, that means household stress got some work to do, man, because they don't supposed to be able to, you know, you get unanswered like that. And some people think that that's okay to to go out there and, and, and air out their dirty laundry, and that now it makes it okay. That never, that's why I never agree with, with priests. Like, forgive, a man can't forgive you for your sins, and, you know, and people need people to talk to because if they go out there and say, hey, I gotta, I'm typing, he's emailing this web, website. I, I have a, an addiction to molesting little kids, so, okay, I'm okay with that now. All but Darren, right, well, isn't it isn't it isn't acknowledging and confessing our sins a great first step? Yeah, it is, but not to no website, <laughs> not unknown web page. You know, it, it's it's better to just talk to God or get encouragement from your brothers or your sisters to be like, you know what, you can be you can be helped with that. It's not it's not a bottomless pit for you, you know, because I mean. I just don't believe in typing something. That's just that's just like Facebook. Then, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that you can confess your sins to this website, you can do it on Facebook too. That's what they're doing every day on Facebook anyway. Confessing no, but this is anonymous. This is anonymous. Completely anonymous. You just how's that going to help? You? It's acknowledgement. It's confessing. You know, getting it off your chest. Is somebody responding? No. No, you go on the website. It's just a, it's just filled with pages and pages of confessions. There's this, there's this book in the bookstore, right? And the book is comprised of postcards, mm-hmm. and the postcard has nothing but confessions. Somebody will write their conf- all kind of confessions, crazy confessions, 
stupid, silly confessions. And they write it and they mail it to this one guy. And what he did is he made a, he made a book out of the confession. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't sign them. It's all anonymous. You know what I mean? But people release when they get to do that. Like, we could get in that book. If we write something on a postcard and we send it to him, he'll publish it in his next book. You know what I mean? But you, I think that if, I think it beats a blank. Instead mm-hmm. of keeping it in, if there's some kind of outlet where you can get rid of it and you can let it go, hope, without hopes of getting any answer or any resolution, you just got it off your chest. I think it helps. Mm-hmm. That's why and we got to work. Yeah, because what I was going to say is that what if spouses allowed each other one day of the year to confess? So how it works is you, you, you pick a date every year and confess some things to your wife. W- would anybody take advantage of this opportunity? Hey. Negative. Hey, and on the flip side, remember, your wife will get to confess some things to you as well. You better bring your lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) But why Uh, I say this, fellas, is that Jewish people actually do this, and it's called Yom Kippur, and it's also known as a Day of Atonement. And it's the holiest day of the year for the Jewish people, and its central themes are atonement and repentance. Jewish people traditionally observe this day with an approximate 25-hour period of fasting and intensive prayer often spending most of the day in synagogue services. But I want to go back to Jay-Z's song, Holy Grail, which Martis mentioned earlier. I want to go back because Justin Timberlake is actually featured on the track. But listen to what Justin says in the beginning of the song. Ten seconds, fellas. You Justin says, air all my laundry in the streets, dirty or clean. Now, somebody said in the first frame about airing our clean laundry. So so what about that? What about airing our clean laundry, fellas? We've been talking about dirty laundry for almost three hours, but what about airing our clean laundry? Is that helpful? What, what does that mean? I don't know. That means yeah. Then clean. you go back to when somebody said they wouldn't put their children's pictures on social media, on Facebook. I think that that's clean laundry. I think thinking, letting people know that you have a healthy life, your kids are doing fine, they're progressing. You know what I mean? Your family's going on vacation, and here's images of you know how our life is. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's that's clean laundry. I think you know. I think mm-hmm. that you know we have to practice clean laundry. We got to set an example. At some point, you know, opposed to always talking about the drama. The drama is always going to come out. You don't have to worry about the drama; it's going to come out. But you got to make a, you know, make a point to air your, your clean laundry. Let people know that you know marriage is good. You know, you stay in it for a little while. Ronnie, you've been married for a little, what, eleven, twelve years now, thirteen years. Uh, it'll be fourteen. It's fourteen today, sir. That's oh, right. That's right, man. That's yeah, right. Thank, fourteen thank years today. Yeah. That's right. Fourteen years today, so so you're an example for people that you know that are tripping off the seven year itch. 
You've done it twice today. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So so now you gotta air your clean laundry so people can know you give people the 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 the, the power and the strength to hang in there a little bit longer. You know, you we mm. don't know what we can do when you know, but we gotta put our minds to it and we just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good words. And as we close, if you think about laundry, it seems that it never goes away. Now, I've got three kids, and it seems like there's there's always some laundry to do, washing, drying, folding, ironing, hanging up, putting away. And as they get older, you know, they, they take over some of the tasks. But there's there's sort of a sense of satisfaction when all the laundry is done. But just when it's all done, what happens next, fellas? Do it over again. It's time to start the process over again, exactly. That sense of satisfaction is short-lived. So with that, I want to drop a final monkey wrench for the evening. Has anybody ever looked at themselves like laundry? (laughs) And what I mean by that is that are you throwing yourself in the right load or are you mixing with the wrong colors? Do you have any stains that need treatment and removal? Do you have any stains that you've let sit for too long? Have you ever looked at yourself like laundry? <laughs> <laughs> let me think I mean, about really, it. Let me, no. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. I mean, does, does how long you allow a stain to linger affect how long the stain remains? You know, are, are some are some stains that we get on us a lot harder to remove? Infidelity takes a minute. Hmm? Infidelity will take a minute. That's going to take a minute. Infidelity? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't just watch yeah, that. That ain't never going to Exactly. But how do we get rid of the stain of sin? You got you to gotta, you gotta, uh, confess that one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You got to confess but, that one because, you know, you, your wife is going to have something on her that she don't even know what's wrong, and but it's something that you did. When you uncovered your house and not telling her, it's just like you know, allowing her to get wet. You know what I mean? Get getting some dirt on her herself. Has anybody ever attempted to remove a sin stain all by themselves? What what happens when you try to remove a sin stain without God's help? <laughs> it's still a sin stain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'll still remain. It'll yeah. still remain. But back to the laundry room, Darren. Has mm-hmm. anybody ever dyed or bleached a piece of clothing by mistake? Has anybody ever yep. done that? Yes. Who did yes. That? Yes. So what did you do yes. with the piece of clothing? After you dyed it or bleached it by mistake, what did you do with the piece of clothing? If they were drawers, I kept them. Yeah, just put them on and kept them moving. Yeah, they draw. <laughs> you know, if there's a shirt that I got to publicly wear, then, yeah, that's going that, that that's going in the in the workout drawer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So only you get to see the mistake. That's right. So does God ever give up on treating us and then just throw us away? (laughs) Or is he dedicated to making us more like him no matter how time-consuming? Because otherwise, you know that. Go ahead. I think that's our choice. That's not God's choice. That's that's our choice, whether we want it off of us or not. 
And if we don't take it to him, then he ain't going to come off and voluntarily, you know, uh, take it off of us. Because if he do it, then, you know, instead of us giving it to him, then we're going to do it again. Mm. So you're saying that the stain is harder to treat if you don't ask God to remove it from your life? I'm saying it's untreatable if you don't ask God to remove it from your life. Mm. That's heavy. If God's not in the mix, you're not even going to know it's a sin stain. Mm. Right. Wow. Not get that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's heavy. But, 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 T-Hawk, does God sometimes choose to leave the stain? Yes. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about, we talk about issues. We talk about struggles that we have that we keep with us. And we take it into our prayer closet because they keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? And I think that sometimes we're asking for 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 help from God, but we may not be ready for it because we're not ready to 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 do what it takes. Right. You follow That's what I'm right. saying? We not what the steps that He has for us to take to get rid of that issue. We're not willing to do. You know what I mean? So and if you talk about. And if you so talk you about, I can give you an example. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example. Like the pornography piece. We talked yeah. about that earlier. You see what I'm saying? So if we say, look, you know, I got this problem and I need you to help me with it, right? But we're not on the, we're not on the Internet, but we haven't given up HBO. We haven't turned the channel when <laughs> something comes on where women are walking around, you know, with, with bikinis on, not even having sex. We haven't. We haven't walked away from conversations, or we haven't learned to stop looking at the fat booty down the corner, because all those things ignite it. You see what I'm saying? So certain things that he may tell us to do that we're not going to do, but we still ask for help. So he'll leave that stain until we graduate to that point where he can remove the stain from us. Does he remove the stain in the first wash cycle, or does some stains take a little more more time to completely fade away? Again, it's up to us. It's not. It's not up to to God. It's up to us to say, "I'm ready to release this." So you can't say, "I'm ready to release this," and still have your porno collection in your drawer. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what happens? What happens to the stain if you ignore it or wait too long to treat the stain? He waits well, well, God can remove it. You know. Uh, you know. Once you're ready to give it all to Him, then He's going to remove it. Period. I mean, but it, it don't matter how dirty it is, you know, it can be seem to be untreatable, which it is without him. But if you're going to sit up there and say, you know, hey, I got a whole collection. I know a guy, he was so proud of his collection, he just kept it. He didn't even watch it no more. He's like, you know, I don't even watch it, man. I, I asked God to get, get get that off me, man. He got it off me. Oh, you threw it all away? He said, nah, man, it's in, it's in the basement. Well, what is it doing in the house? Well, you know, yeah. you, you know, collections and oh, and that's your excuse to man. I don't spend thousands of dollars on this stuff, man. I'm like, well, hey, what good is it if you're going to hell? <laughs> you, know, you can't take it with you. Mm. you know, but he he didn't get rid of it until about about seven or eight months later. And but he was he was a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, you know. So he said it, it had to be. It felt like to him it had to be weaned off. So, so and then and then and then as he he said and it was right as he got rid of a little by little he 
he kind of come past the ones he used to love looking at, and he was so tempted, and he even failed at some point in time and went back to it and, and looked at the ones that used to be his favorite ones, you know. So so it was it was def, a definite problem, and he said that, you know, that's when I knew I wasn't rid of the problem. Just because I said it was gone, that doesn't mean it was. Because that's, that's right. That's that's right. That's that's still there. Yeah. Because mm. he'll, he'll, he'll take the taste away. But you got to get to that point. He ain't just going to take the taste away. You got to graduate to that point. Yeah. You got to get you, you. There's some things that you got to do. You have to do to get that taste taken away. And then you won't, you won't go back. Because once mm-hmm. he removes it, you ain't going back. Yeah. Mm, but if it's still good. there, he hasn't removed it yet. You still struggling. You may be getting a little better at struggling, but he if it's still there, he ain't removed it. Because you're gonna know when it's removed. Because you the sight of it makes you just it just repulses you. Mhm. If you yeah, ain't to that good. point, you still dealing with it. Mhm. That's good. That's right. And final final question, fellas, before the conclusion. Did y'all know? that the Bible actually instructs us to encourage others by airing out our dirty laundry once in a while. Did y'all mm-hmm. know that? Where it's, where is it, Darren? Where it's is not it? called it's not called airing out your dirty laundry, it's called um uh telling your testimonies. Mhm. Yeah, James. I mean when 5 you when you say again? James five and sixteen, therefore confess right. your sins That's to one that. another and pray for one another that you may be healed. You Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it said. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. But yeah, you know, it, this is what we do here on on Tuesday nights. You know, we yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily confessing our sins, but it's confessing our weaknesses, trying to get a little get better, better at this thing. You know, yeah. that's what it's all mm-hmm. about. You know, and. Regardless, fellas, God can take care of all of our dirty laundry. He can take something we see as filthy rags and turn it into a beautiful reflection of him. And don't be embarrassed by the clothes God's given you to wear. Whatever he chooses to clothe you in should be worn with pride. But here's the most important part. Follow his instructions to handle your garments. With care.
years ago and younger. On Dirty Laundry, that song is very revealing for you, and you did reveal how you were in a relationship and it was abusive. We don't know the identity of the guy, but have you forgiven him since then? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've spoken since then, so absolutely. 